Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you and to all of you. It'll be post-Valentine's Day, but it's a made-up holiday anyway, so you yeah. can, we can have it whatever day we want. Um, well, it is made up, and also, according to the astrology of the week, it's very apropos. It's like there's like Venus conjuncting with something. I don't fucking know, but whatever. Oh, all right. It's supposed to be like a very, the forecast, the astro- the astrological forecast calls for love. Oh, well, we could use some love. I feel I like Va- Valentine's Day doesn't really exist for me this year because I'm not eating sugar in the month of February. And so I can't have chocolate and, you know, so it's it's a big goose egg for me. But I have love, but I have love every day. Yeah, that's nice. I'd rather have flowers all the time. (laughs) Really? Yeah, you know I love flowers. I know you do. I'd rather have flowers than chocolate. Really? Okay. Well, yeah, chocolate's cheaper. You can buy it for yourself. Flowers. I buy, I buy, I'm like Miley Cyrus. I buy, I can buy myself flowers. (laughs) I buy myself flowers. I just, uh, I just, you know, like I really love getting flowers sent to me. Yeah. That's it's very special to me when I get flowers that arrive from oh, someone. That's, that's nice. That's my I favorite like that. thing. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like getting flowers too. Um my husband got me some flowers and I didn't even notice. They were like in the house when I came home from this trip, when I got home from the East Coast and I didn't even notice and I felt terrible. Um well, we had quite a trip. And guys, we're going to air these live eps a little out of order just because I, before we pressed record, Casey and I were chatting and it just seems to me to make, it makes more sense to play our Galentine's Day dance episode <laughs> right now because tis the season and all that. Um, and then we can, next week we can play Boston. Yeah, which is just a, was a wholly different vibe. Um. <laughs> a lot of different vibes happening. Yeah, so we went to New Jersey to NJ Pack in Newark, New Jersey. Our friend true. Phoebe Robinson was our guest. It was amazing. And then our friend Ted Leo was also our guest and also our musical amazing. guest. And um, lots of fun things happened. PF Chang's catered our food backstage except i have to say we had i had so many people on this list to come backstage but yeah no one could really figure out how to get back there so i we didn't eat all that food because i think we were i think <laughs> yeah i think we were really thinking that we'd have lots of guests backstage yeah. to eat the yeah, I mean, we ate, some of, we ate some of it. We and ate a, then well, we ate, we ate a it lot. ourselves. Yeah. But, and then uh, um, hopefully some of the team at NJPAC enjoyed some of it. It was weird. It was a little hard to figure out how to get backstage. Um, but also... Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying anecdotally from the people, like all the people that were on my list, they were just like, we couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. So we just were like, oh, well, and they just left. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did have one friend who I failed to put on the list and she got backstage anyway. But that's, you know what? I, I think that's I'm, a testament to what a fast talker she is. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. That's impressive. 
Well, I she think was that like, the they truth- were like, ma'am, you're not on the list. And she was like, that's okay. Go ask her. She'll, she'll have me back. <laughs> and it's true. I did. <laughs> well, you know what? I like that confidence. Me too. I rarely have that confidence. I almost I- always think I'm like, oh God, am I supposed to be here? They're actually like at this Joanna Newsom concert years ago. I remember Mark was like, well, you, we have to go back and say hi to her and everything. And I was like, I, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> He's like, I feel like she's going to think that you, sh- you, sh- ha- you should. And then we, I did. And I was so, the whole time I was so uncomfortable. And then she was like, oh my gosh, yay. I'm so happy you came back to say hi. I saw you in the audience. And I was Aww. like, ooh. So that's a good thing that I came back to say hi. That is a good thing. Here's what I learned at like doing live shows because like we're not stand-up comedians or musicians and you know we've done live things before but this was like I guess the most formalized version of it. I learned that it is a whole separate job like figuring out like which friends and family and colleagues or whatever how they come backstage and like who's on the list and people want to say hi to you. And um, so I, it just made me feel like I really owe a huge thank you to everyone that has ever had me backstage at something because I I didn't realize like it was, um, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a little side gig all in itself because like, obviously the facilities are very secure and they don't let like everyone just rush backstage or whatever, which is great. Yeah, I mean, we had so many people uh, for these for the meet and greets, and like, if you guys were there and you waited in line to see us, and you waited a really long time, thank you for waiting. Thank you so much. That was because, it, they, I know the lines were long. Yeah, and especially in New Jersey, we were definitely like in Boston. They the people that were running it you know were very like efficient they were they like were, they were tough you got your picture go <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god <laughs> it was tough I mean I think there's like um there's a happy medium maybe to be reached I say with love to well, my yeah, uh, because, to my brethren in Boston yeah only because we obviously we were taking too long in yes New yes. Jersey so yes. there you go we were, there you, you know, go. we learned basically, we learned a lot. We, we learned, a, learned lot. a lot. And uh, some of that is stuff we're going to share with you guys. <laughs> and some of it we don't need to share ever. We're just going mean, to take it. We're just going to take it and keep in, it in, inside ourselves, push it down, and then <laughs> have our energy healers release it at some point. Anyway, we, uh, happy. Galentines, Valentines, Palentines, happy week. Even if you're not a person like me currently who's interested in romantic love, <laughs> there's all kinds of love out there. There's for all, all of kinds us. of love. And you know what? We could all use it. I mean, anytime, but I, th- I think especially right now, it's just like February is somehow the the toughest month in a lot of ways, even though it's the shortest month, I think. And um, I just, I know that I see a lot of people are having kind of a a little bit of a rough month. So the least we can do is like love ourselves. I think loving yourself is like a number one most important. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. 
Yeah, I think because I think it's not possible to love anything else until you feel like you're having a good relationship with yourself. Yeah, and you feel like you're worthy of receiving the love from yourself. That's when you're able to like really receive love from others in a in a true way. And Agreed. I'm still and I'm still working on that, guys. So if you're still <laughs> working on it, no shame. We're in this together. Yeah, I think it's pretty ongoing. I think it's like a it's thing ongoing that you... for a lot of people. I think some people have it like it, it, you know that thing like the the lady like born this way that song the lady gaga <laughs> lady <song>. gaga <laughs> yeah yes. sure 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 like i do think there's something to that i think some people are inherently sort of born with more i don't know maybe they're younger souls or something maybe there's i don't know what it is yeah or maybe it's like a product of their environment and how they were raised oh and, well, for sure that you know is. it just it seems like they were born that way but really it was like they were born into an environment that encouraged that or, uh, yeah, yeah who knows, secure. but I will say that, and this is probably controversial because, you know, talk about you can't win, but I think that people that love themselves 100% all the time it, without ever questioning anything or without ever having a down moment, I'd worry Elon about those. Musk. Elon yeah. Musk. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Elon Musk. I'm not saying him. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, I would, I'm just saying. I would worry and question that person too. I think we all, I think like if you're not questioning a little bit or feeling like a little shaky, at least (laughs) sometimes, then, you know. You know, I'm obsessed with, I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Um, And I love my friends who have made the decision to not have children. Like we, we, we together have multiple friends who've made that choice for their lives. And yeah. I'm like very, I'm not a person who thinks that women need to be mothers. Okay. Right. Like of children. Agree. And I just saw this clip. Did I tell you this? No. I saw this clip on, I think it was, I don't know if it was Glennon Doyle's podcast or whatever, where she's like, I'm an amazing mother. I know I'm an incredible mother. Like I don't have children, but I know that I'm like, (laughs) and I feel okay with that. And I literally was like, well, you're not a mom. If you think that I said out loud to my phone, I was like, well, you're not, you're at, then you're just not a mom. Then you're actually not an amazing mother to your friends. Because if, if you are really a mom, you're constantly questioning whether or not you're fucking up <laughs> in your mothering. Right. But right. that was about me, not her guys. You right. Right. What I'm saying. That's so funny. That's so funny. Well, I have to, I feel the same when people talk about fur babies a little bit. You know, when people are like, I'm a dog mom. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. It's not exactly the same, but I I get it. I don't know. Now talk to me. You know what I mean? (laughs) I would have said that before Gina. I would have said that before Gina. (laughs) But now you're a fur, you're a fur mom 100% through and through. Now I just feel like I get it. Like I get how people have really, really tight bonds with their fur babies. Now, it's well, ob- it's obvious the challenges aren't this. I mean, there's so many things that are different. Yes. But if your choice is to just caretake animals and not people, like, I think that's valid, you know? Yeah. It's, just it's just different. It's just different. It's just different. It's just like, I guess my point is that even in the conversation with, like, our friends who choose not to have kids, 
for, you know, a myriad or of who, reasons or don't or whatever. Right. Or also people who just don't have kids, even though. Don't have kids, even though might, that was a yeah. thing that they wanted or whatever yeah. it is. Like, it just, I think like normalizing, I think that like I understood the conversation that Tracy was having and I understand when people feel like they have to qualify their relationship with their pets in order to, because of like our, what society holds women to right in, in those terms, in the terms of like the like idea of right. motherhood. Right. And I think like, we just like all need to let that fucking go. Right. All of it. Right. You know, we have so much we need to let go. Cause just as you were saying that I was thinking how many, <laughs> how many dads I know qualify that they're like, good dads or girl dads or whatever. And I'm like, well, that should should all go without saying too, like that you have to specify, like I'm a, I'm a great dad, you know, or whatever, um, that that's even a place that we've gotten ourselves to. The point is we all have the capacity to nurture something, uh, whether it's a plant or a dog or a friend or yourself. But only mothers of children can fuck up their, <laughs> the people. <laughs> only mothers of, of humans can fuck them up to the point that they need energy healing and therapy for years to come. So guys, I'm just going to leave you with that. So if your choice, if your choice, whether it intentional or not, was to not have human babies, Congratulations. You are, you actually, I got, you are an excellent mother. <laughs> you get to, to be yourself. like the one, you, I mean, to everyone, you get to be like the one nurturing mother who doesn't have to like be concerned about fucking up a human to the point of them talking about you in therapy for 20 years <laughs> because you just won't. Only, only a human mother to a human child can do that. am i wrong i don't think you're wrong i mean pretty soon on this podcast we'll be doing an advertisement for dog therapy where dogs communicate how how much their their human moms fuck them up jenny connor got a pet psychic therapist for their dog like a couple like a couple years ago yeah had one remember i didn't have one but i had a friend who took her cat to uh, um pet psychic and the psychic was like your cat hates everything that you do that <laughs> you put it in costumes and your cat hates it fair <laughs> which i think is fair that's weird <laughs> what i mean it does seem like that lady was like communing with the cat how would she know no idea because it was before instagram it was before any of that but yeah she did know that the the cat was costumed that was that. That was like a thing that that cat owner liked to do. Birdie and I are currently at an impasse a little bit. I think I just maybe let it go in my energy healing this morning. Okay, but Birdie has been watching and loving The Last of Us. Oh right, yeah. But early on, Mark, he's also been watching it. Although they haven't been watching it together, I don't understand. Whatever, guys. I mean, you know. <laughs> Everyone's got their own relationships. I don't know. Are you watching it? I'm watching it, yes. Well, do you know my least favorite, like the thing I can't watch in movies ever? Is. Are heads getting bashed in? 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Bashing heads, curb stomp, anything having to do with heads getting smashed. Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't see that Quentin Tarantino movie with all the head bashing, the Nazis. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't I, watch it. It gets, it makes me like actually like I get physically sort of like ill. It gotcha. really upsets me. I hate when people um, cut their palms open for any reason to like- Even stigmata? Like, a blood oath or anything like I hate when people whip out a knife and slice across their palm in a movie hate it or a TV show and they do it in like it this has happened in the last of us there was a palm slicing and it's always when someone's like doing something like really like trying to escape a horde of zombies and go across the country and I'm like you're gonna slice your palm open right now like what about just prick your finger or whatever like you don't need to slice your whole palm open well I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I don't love seeing anything that's like gory. Yeah, you're never like any gore. Yeah, I really don't. But specifically, head bashing is like my thing. It's like a thing for me where I just am like, it makes, I just hate it. Yeah. So early on, Mark had mentioned to me, like, oh, oh, the show's really, are you watching it? And then I said, no. And he's like, oh, the show's really good. Although there has been like a fair amount of like, head bashing the zombies and their heads are kind of gross and like I don't think you would be able to I don't think you'd like it so it like got into my brain yeah so then Bertie has been watching it and is like totally obsessed with the show yeah and one thing that I know Bertie really likes to do with me is watch these shows right you know like share the content that Bertie's responding to yeah Bertie likes to share with me so Bertie like Fix, has started to fixate on this idea of like getting me to watch The Last of Us. And I was yeah. like, I gotta be honest with you. I'm feeling really sensitive. Like I've had like a, it's been a really um, sensitive couple months for me, Birdie. And I don't think I'm like in a place where I can watch a show like that. I'm just not, I just don't feel like I'm able to. Yeah. And Birdie's like taking it like I'm rejecting her. Right. Them. Like, right. fundamentally. Yeah. And I'm like, this feels like, uh, yesterday we were walking home and like, Bertie was just like, just don't understand why you wouldn't just even just give it a chance based on me telling you it's so good. And it's not, there's nothing gory or scary. It's not terrible. Like it's, you can totally watch it. And I was like, but I just don't want to Bertie. Like, I just don't understand. And it has nothing to do with you. I would watch anything else. I just am not. I just don't feel like it. And then part of me was like, am I just digging my heels in? Right. At a, like, is it the kind of thing that I would watch? But now that I, I don't know. It was, it's no, very complicated. No, I can 100% say you wouldn't watch it. I can confirm to you that you wouldn't. I wouldn't, right? No. All right. Because here's the thing, like you hardly watch anything. You right. know what I mean? Like it, it's not even like, even things that you probably would like for the most part, but you just don't have time or attention, you don't watch. So this thing that like actively has a thing in it that you wouldn't like, no, you wouldn't watch it. I know. But then I'm like, what does this mean? Like, why can't, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's so hard to be a fucking mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then we got back to the family house and Mark was there and I was like, dude, why don't you watch with your dad? You right. guys are both watching this show. Because it's just different because you're the mom. Like, right. it's just fucking different. 
Right. And even if you're a great dad. Right. It's just different. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, I guess. So you're just, you don't know what's going to happen. You're just at a, you're at loggerheads. A little bit, but also part of me is like, I don't know. Part of me is like, oh God, this is bad. Maybe this is bad parenting. Maybe I shouldn't say this. I was a little bit like, what can I bargain? (laughs) Truly. I was like, okay, what could I like get out of it? If I'm like, you know what, Birdie, I will watch this. If you, (laughs) and then what? I don't know. Well, I don't, I mean, I think negotiating is kind of, I'm not a parenting expert, but I think negotiating is kind of human and, uh, you know, if there are things that need to get done, maybe don't think of it as like bargaining, but like rewarding. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Parenting experts, you weigh in. You tell us what. No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Actually, just please don't. Actually, don't. Actually, don't. forget just it. Please, forget please it. Please do not. Please do not. I don't want to hear it. <sighs> I just don't want to hear it. But I do think I actually had a realization yesterday, which was that, as I said to Bertie, I was like, do you want to go to therapy with me? Like, so we can like work out some of this stuff that you feel like fundamentally, because you say these things to me sometimes about the kind of mom I am and the kind of person I am. And it's really in direct opposition to like what I have ever tried to do or be and like what I actually think the truth of the situation is like closer to right. than, you know. And Bertie's like, no, I don't want to go to therapy with you. You know, I hate therapy. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I just need to do those parent, like just do that, call that parenting therapist again and just do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think I think your instinct to invite Birdie to therapy is, you know, I would probably feel the same way. But also, yeah, if if she doesn't want to go, then, yeah, just work on it yourself. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, that's the whole thing with life. Like, you can't control anyone else, even your children, ever. Right. So, like, all you can do is control yourself in those situations. And, right. like, obviously... Obviously, we all have our shit, you know. I have my own stuff that I can work on in terms yeah. of how I respond and the way that I respond. And maybe it's just that's the that's the thing. Maybe it's not about me saying no, I don't want to watch it. Maybe it's about the way that I said it. Right. At first. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'll let you know what the therapist <laughs> says. Well, that's love, though, right? Just working things out over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's annoying. <laughs> it is annoying. It can be annoying. But it can also feel great when you feel like you make some progress. And I see you making progress all the time. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. That's really nice. (laughs) I wish you had stayed. It would have been fun. 
oh, hang out more. I know. I know you had to get back, but I know. And like, by the way, I flew back home the next day after the New Jersey show. And again, we're doing these out of order. So New Jersey was our last show, but we're giving it to you now because it was more Valentine's, Galentine's, More theme appropriate to, to, to this week. And we talked about the UFOs, what's happening with those. But the flight home was fine, but it was long. But as you know, this is so, oh my God. When I say that I'm soft, this is what I mean. Like I literally... Because of, like, the Ehlers-Danlos life, which we've talked about a little bit. Like, I literally have a pressure sore on my butt from the, like, so I came home and I was, like, in pain because, like, my, uh, my butt. Yeah. Is injured for sitting. I mean, we traveled and then we drove. I flew. I drove a long way. And then this like six hour flight home. And so I've just been trying not to sit directly on my ass for the past like 48 hours. You're going to need to get like one of those little donuts. Like a donut. I know. Yeah, I know. And I probably should bring one on a plane the next time. And um, so talk about love. Talk about Valentine's. Like my husband had to like put... um, you know, ointment on my butt. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like just the outer cheek. It was like a little, you know. He had to get in there. He had to get in there. It was like he he was doing a tick check. (laughs) And he was so nice about it. And like, you can't be more vulnerable than asking someone to put some ointment on a part of your butt that you've never seen. Um, and he was so nice about it and so funny. And he just was like, your butthole's so cute. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. That's where, that's where I'm at. That's a, that's a lot. I'm going to say it. That's a lot. It's a lot. You use a your lot. butt a, a lot. lot. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like when I got like C-section, I was like, I never knew how much you engaged those muscles until they were cut in half and I couldn't use them. Um, yeah. I did not have that experience with my vagina. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I, kidding. Like I was like, no, I'm, I'm well aware of the <laughs> sensitivity of that area. And oh my God. But likewise, yeah. your your butt is a very active part of your body. And to have like one side of it out of commission is, and I'm like, why isn't it like directly on the middle of the butt? So I feel like I have to like address like some posture issues, all kinds of things, all kinds of things. Well, we all need to address posture issues. I'm like <laughs> seconds away from getting that Gwyneth Paltrow like bra that corrects your posture. <laughs> have you seen that? Has it been advertised to you on Instagram? No, I think oh Instagram God. knows better than to show me something like that. Wait, I have to tell you something. What? So, you know, I haven't been sleeping or I wasn't sleeping. Yes. I got my new mattress when I got back from Boston. It was there. Yeah. I've been sleeping fine. It was That's truly amazing. the fucking mattress. That's amazing. I know. I like haven't been waking up hardly at all. Oh, that's so good. But what I why I was bringing it up was because... Instagram ads, I, in those, the past like two months, three months where I've been waking up a lot in the middle of the night, I guess I've been ordering stuff online. Oh God. Well, on my Instagram, like with the ads that have been targeted to me yeah, and one, and, but like, it always takes forever for those things to show up because they're like, just like 
from like foreign countries or whatever. You know what I mean? Truly. Yeah. So like one of them was like the cat fountain, the stainless (laughs) steel cat fountain, which I love. You love it? Okay. Yeah. I honestly love it. Okay. But one is at the, (laughs) I'm just curious if this has been advertised to anyone or you, Casey. Okay. One is at my, at my PO box right now and Kirsten's going to get it. It's like this, like do your own fake nails kit. But like you like put, it's like a pop, like, I don't know what it is. It's like some sort of thing. You put it on your nail and then you squish it down. Okay. And then it like goes into the shape of the nail. Oh, and yeah. then, do you know what I'm talking about? Have like you seen poly- this? Poly gel. It's like, yeah. yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, like I know polymer. what that is. Like yeah, it's like yeah, a pop. Yeah. Okay. Well, I apparently ordered like every version of it. Okay. <laughs> so it's been, but I guess I did it like several months ago and it just, okay. sh- it's just showed up. So maybe I'll try it. Oh, okay. Interesting. I used to use it on my nails um, a long time ago with varying success. I'm not like a really skilled manicurist. I am. Okay. But I will say that that poly (laughs) gel came in handy at the beginning of the pandemic when we all, like when every business shut down in the world, the first thing that happened was Lincoln's like dropped his glasses and stepped on them and broke them. And I no. used that I used that poly gel to reassemble his glasses. Honestly, that's like some MacGyver <laughs> shit. <laughs> so you know. Um keep it in mind that you can do other things with it. I've seen people make jewelry with it. I've seen people make ju- beautiful nails with it. I fixed some glasses with it. I love it. Okay, guys, listen, enjoy this live podcast episode um, live from New Jersey, live from NJ Pack. Powered by P.F. Chang's. (laughs) Powered by P.F. Chang's, but also actual advertisers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, take a listen. We love you. Bye. Guys, you've heard us talk about Wild Grain. You know how much we love it. We love it so much. If you haven't <laughs> heard us talk about it, real quick, going to give you the bullet points. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for the best tasting breads, fresh pastas, artisanal pastries. You're going to be obsessed with it. Um, unlike bread that you just get at the supermarket, Wild Grain uses this slow fermentation process that's easier on your tummy, lower in sugar and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. And I have to tell you, when I eat it, my nose doesn't turn red. I don't sneeze. So that says something to me. You know what I mean? And by the way, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And I think it's such like a wonderful thing, especially if you have kids, if you have family that like stop by or whatever. Yes. Like you can just throw in a loaf of bread and you can make fresh, mm, delicious sandwiches with your fresh bread. There's also the croissants are incredible. So good. The fettuccine pasta is amazing. Everything is just really top notch. And another thing that I love is that the company has a conscience for every new member. Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. So you can eat good and do good all at the same time. Yeah, we really love Wild Grain. I encourage you, nay, I'm telling you, you must 
go sign up at wildgrain.com slash busy and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's very easy to reschedule or to skip or to cancel your boxes. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy. That's wildgrain.com slash busy, or you can use code busy at checkout. I was just literally talking about my Helix mattress in the opening of this show, which is so amazing uh, because we love, love being a partner with Helix. Helix is an incredible mattress company. It's very easy to find the mattress that's right for you. You take a little quiz. They've got a sleep quiz online. Love the quiz, yeah. They have lots of different kinds of mattresses, 14 I unique think, yeah, mattresses. They have 14 unique mattresses, including luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, even mattresses made just for kids, cooling mattresses, mattresses that. for plus-size folks, Everything you could want, they've got it. And they know that there is no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. And they offer a 100-night free trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everyone is unique. Everyone sleeps differently. And that's why Helix has all of these different mattress models to choose from because they're designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So you take the quiz, it tells you what you match to best, and then it shows up straight to your door. Um, listen, Unlike a lot of mattress companies, Helix owns its own manufacturing facility. Each and every Helix mattress is made in the USA by a team of skilled manufacturers and shipped directly from their facility to your door. I'm telling you, I really like, if you're waking up a lot during the night, take the sleep quiz and see what you get matched with. Because I always thought, that I liked a softer mattress. And then I took the sleep quiz and no, I need firm. Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. And by the way, it's so low risk. If you don't like the mattress, they'll come and take it away. But you will love love your mattress. You will love it. You will love it. Helix is offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash best. This is their best offer yet. It's not going to last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Don't I know it. (laughs) Helixsleep.com slash best. You know what? We can see you the least of any of our shows. 
That's a fact. But I feel like it's the most of any of our shows. It is definitely the best turnout. <laughs> Hometown across the river show. <laughs> for me, kind of. <laughs> it was a little bit further of a trip for me, but you guys are worth it. Thank oh. you. Casey, you got something on your phone. I got, um, like, champagne? champagne on my phone. Guys, I came with so many liquids tonight. I've got my big cup, um, and if you listen to the podcast, I am always, I always have one or two big cups next to me with, yeah, get those fortunes, guys. Shout out to um, our unofficial sponsor tonight. They are not advertising on tonight's podcast, but P.O. Chang's, who really showed the fuck up for us and like literally did a spread backstage for 400. So basically everyone in this audience could get, but we are bringing you the fortune cookies. Because also, also just honestly, I don't know, like I don't want to give you like hot food because what if it is, I don't know. That's like dicey. Anything could happen. It would be and our responsibility. Oh, yeah. They don't go that far. That's you, the only problem. That's what you, if you paid more for seats up close. Did so I you, ever tell you? I did, right? I talked on the podcast about when I went and saw Darren Brown, The Mentalist. And did I tell you guys this story? I don't know. I went to see Darren Brown, The Mentalist, when he was on Broadway. This was before pre pandems like when things were, you know, whatever. And, um, <laughs> and the, do you guys know who that is, Darren Brown? The Mentalist? Sure. <laughs> I kept in my head getting him confused with Dan Brown, who... <laughs> and I was like, is Tom going to be here? What's happening? Um, but anyway, uh, the Da Vinci Code, guys. That's the... Okay. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, so the way that... If, did anyone see his show on Broadway when he had it? Okay, a couple of people. So you know, like how weird and random that it wasn't is. Like, even a smattering. It didn't even equal a smattering. It was. It was. She. Sh- you get a prize. Like, you, you get a fucking you. prize. That's it. Come here, girl. You get. This is a gift from uh, when we used to do a late night talk show called Busy Tonight. <laughs> and uh, and um, and also you get a prize for I will aid in a bed abortion, girlfriend. Woo! So this is one of the things, yes, and it might come down to it. Go to aidaccess.com and order abortion pills tomorrow. You can get them, even if you're not pregnant, at aidaccess.org. Just have them on hand, because you might have a teenager or a friend having a miscarriage who's going to die. That's sad. All right, reset. That's too sad. Reset. That's too sad. Darren Brown. Reset. So she knows, and like the three, two other people know, that the way that he would pick the people to do the tricks on stage was super fucking random, and he would like throw a frisbee, and it would like someone would catch it or hit it, and uh, they he, they were doing a trick, and he threw the frisbee, and we were like, like right there. And it, you know, flew, and then it just landed in my lap. Like, it hit the proscenium. What is that? Is it a proscenium? The, what is that called? The balcony. The ceiling. No, it's the like, balcony. no, like the... I'm just, I'm trying to make it simple and accessible it's for not everyone. Simple. It's not simple, and it's not accessible. You know what I mean? Like, not like everyone has been to a theater before. Like, now all of a 
sudden I'm like, girl, wash your face. I'm like, I'm not accessible. I'm like. I don't, it hit something. Okay, it hit the fucking balcony is the word. And then it came down into my lap and I got pulled up on stage and I sat there and I did this trick and I don't know how it happened and it really worked. To be fair, we couldn't think of the word for balcony a second ago, so it doesn't shock me that a mentalist could trick us. I'm just saying, I mean, they're tricky. That's their whole job. It's their whole fucking thing is to be tricky. And anyway, it was kind of, I don't know, it was like, I got like weirdly emotional. Like I started to cry. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it like it's like a big fucking deal. Anyway, we're so happy to be here. You guys, this is our last show. Live in person. Thanks for wearing Valentine's Day dance chic, those of you who did. Who did? I see very sparkly. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love that. I love a shimmy shake. Woo. You've like combined all of the themes <laughs> into one. You could be J-Lo, you could be sequins, and you're definitely going to the Palentine's Galentine's Valentine's Day dance. One of my best <laughs> friends from high school, Kate, is here in the audience. Kate. And Kate and I senior year, you know, because we were both dating boys who were like <laughs> in their 20s. Um, in high school, because that's what you did in the 90s, guys. You sure. remember yeah. the 90s? Did he work at an amusement park? <laughs> did yours? Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wait, quick sidebar. The boy that I dated who was in his 20s from the amusement park, he was like one of the costumed characters. And um, I met him when he was on like a smoke break when he had like the top half of the costumed <laughs> characters. Like, the, co- the costume was off? What janky-ass fucking theme park was it? It was Whalen Park in Lunenburg, Massachusetts, for a whale of a time. But here's the thing. What? He asked me, did I want to go to a Deep Purple concert? And I was like, no, I don't think I'm allowed to go to a Deep Purple concert, so, like, let's go to McDonald's or whatever, what I was How allowed. How old were you? I was, like, probably... 15, maybe. Oh, Jesus mm. Christ. Anyway, here's the upshot. And, like, no judgment. It just was surprising. I'd only met him with the top half of the costume off. He had, like, a sizable butt. <laughs> like, it was like... He was pear-shaped. Yeah, yeah, which is unusual in, like, a 20-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> he had, like, birthing hips, you know? Okay. You guys, we... Anyway, but what about your 20-year-old boyfriend? Sorry. Oh, I don't know. He was a drug dealer. But um, I was, you guys, I grew up in Arizona. Come on. Uh, but Kate, so Kate and I senior year were like, well, we're not obviously taking our 20-whatever-year-old boyfriends to these school dances. So, like, we're going to have the senior year of our lives, and we're going to go to every dance and everything and after parties, and we're just going to do it together. You guys, Kate, I mean, it wasn't fun, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> And the one dance, the first dance we went to, we got so high in the parking lot before we went in Mm. that we have these pictures. I'll post them on our thing. We have these pictures of us. It's like a homecoming luau theme. And we're like this. (laughs) (laughs) We can't even see. But you know what? It was fun, Kate. It was. Anyway, I'm so happy that Kate's here. And Emily Beebe is here. Best friend, Emily Beebe. One of my best friends from high school, Caroline, is here. Really? Yeah. Okay, Emily and Kate, I'm just going to say Caroline really whooped it up, so. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where you guys are, but might want to work on it. (laughs) I 
also dated a drug dealer in high school that I suspected was selling drugs to I my know, father. I know, to your dad. Which is why you wanted to date him, basically. Yeah, because I thought it would, like, provoke a reaction in my father. And he it was did like, not. No, he was just like, well, watch out. Um, and I was like, he has a great car. He has a really nice car. But there was a dance during the time when we were going out. And he was like, yeah, I can't go to a school dance. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and he was like, I'll tell you what. I'll pick a date out for you that can attend school events. I'll buy you a nice dress. You can use my car. Is that weird? Is that, is that one of those stories that I think is so funny and people are like, that's horrible. Yeah, they're like, oh my God, you were raped. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But uh, I thought that was nice of him, but also like organized crimey. But Did you go? Yeah, he bought me a nice dress and he picked a nice date and he let us drive his nice car. I don't know, it's kind of nice. <laughs> I've had this dress for literally, I, okay, in the year 2020, you guys might be familiar, I had a moment where I uh, started buying things online and I couldn't stop. And uh, I think a lot of people have that. We've all had that moment, yeah. I had previously not because you know I love a store. I'm like a 90s mall bitch. And I will like go into a store every time over ordering something online. But I got really deep into this website, Moda Operandi, that had like these these flat, like it was like you could buy for next season, but like then you didn't get it for six months, which is a little bit like our merch outside, and I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry, that, but you're the it's last stop, out. and we That's didn't good know. That's for us. We didn't know. Your loss is our gain. Well, all I'm saying is that like, did you guys like use the QR code, and did anyone use the QR code and order the size you want? Thank you. See, guys, we just didn't know. This is all an experiment. Like basically, it's new like to us. life is an experiment. Yes. This life, certainly, and the touring and how we do our merch, we didn't know. We so didn't we didn't know. have enough of the right sizes because Boston got so drunk and they bought so many they things. Probably, they probably went home and were like, why the fuck do you I have guys, like 17 sweatshirts? So here's the thing. And I'm like, I'm like happy that you're not being served in your seats right now only because we were, and like we might have to cut this out just because I don't want to be mean to Boston. But... <laughs> You guys, they were so fucked up. Like, it was like, I was concerned. So I always sit here because this is like, I don't know, this is comfortable for me because when we did Busy Tonight, and then I have to change my body language so I don't look like a huge bitch. And, um, but you no, but you when you're wearing what, a you know skirt. What, you know what, everybody ends up where they're supposed to be. And we sure. have like a big space. And Sure, sure. Anyway. And then I kind of just stopped talking, I think, at one point. And then I think I got too drunk because I got so nervous that I kept drinking really fast. And I also had brought out, like, a full bottle of wine to the stage, which was maybe not the best move. I'm from Boston, and it was a very authentic homecoming experience for me. And that was exactly what I expected to happen, and I felt very at home. Well, you guys are so lucky tonight because I think you have the best show. (laughs) Well, we're so incredibly, like, thrilled that Phoebe Robinson is here because she's literally the best, and I can think of no... Phoebe and I... Phoebe? Guys, let's just welcome Phoebe let's Robinson Let's just have Phoebe Robinson. Phoebe, come, come on out! Phoebs! <gasps> <Beeps. laughs> 
you. Thanks. You want to sit in between us? Yeah, I'll you sit. You want to throw fortune cookies to I'll, the people? I'll, I'll sit betwixt. Um, sit betwixt. Sure. It feels kind of, I feel like when Trump threw the paper towel. I, you, I always say Phoebe reminds just, me of Donald Trump so a little bit. So I will bit. hand yeah. it out like a, like a nice person. Here you go. Oh, you take one. So nice. Oh, shit. I got to give one to every one, two, three, four. Five. Okay, hold on. One. I'm you from got the Midwest, it. so I got I have manners. You have okay. to do it. Yeah, I gotta do it. She's a hostess with, with the, the mostest. <laughs> there you go. Pass there them you down. Go. You can also require them to do a little bit of effort, no, it's okay. a little I'm work. Get, I'm getting you know my I mean? squats in. Here okay. we go. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Oh God. Hi, Hi. everybody. Come sit, come sit. Did you go to dances when you were in high school? Did you, did you, were you about that life, that dance life? I mean, I was, but no guys liked me. So it was like I went and, you know, then I left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, similarly, no guys my age liked me. Like I had to, I had to really go for like the loser drug dealers who were in their 20s, you know? Oh, wow. That's that's harrowing. Yeah. It wasn't because I'm a little, well, no, I, we're very similar age. You turned 40 this year, right? 39. You're 39? Wait, I thought we were discussing. No, I turned 39 this year. I'm 38. Oh, so we're a totally different like generation. (laughs) Yes. And in the 90s, it didn't feel that scandalous to be a 17-year-old in Arizona dating, like, a 20-year-old drug dealer. You yeah, know? that feels like, that feels fine. It feels par me. for the course for, like, 1996. At my junior prom, I danced with my principal. <laughs> and, wait a second. Okay. He, put, he took off his bow tie and put it on me. Okay. All in fun. Nothing bad happened. Right. It was not Other fun. Other than that, that no everybody way. saw me dance with my Wait. principal. I know this is inappropriate. Was he cute? Like, I know yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he was kind of cute, actually, if I'm being honest. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a tie bow tie. It wasn't that sexy. It was just, like, the little hook one. So it went pretty, it went pretty quick. I mean, that's... Like, if that happened to me and I was that age, I, like, would have gone home and, like, fiercely masturbated. Like, I would have just... <laughs> I can't remember if I did. I can't can't remember if I did. So if I did, did. I probably didn't do that good of a job at it. (laughs) Anyhow. Don't judge us, busy. That is... I was just... Wait, why are there so many cups? What's because happening? this is a little bit... You guys know that I'm, like, <laughs> from that M. Night Shyamalan movie with the aliens. Signs. Oh, signs. signs. I yeah, am yeah. that... I am, like, the child in that movie that, like, okay. leaves the cups everywhere filled, like, half filled yeah. with water. Like, yeah. my house is just, like, covered in big cups, little cups. It's yeah. an ADD symptom. Oh, everyone. Okay. If you have piles. My house is covered with cups too and everyone denies it. Like I'm going to get a fingerprinting <laughs> forensics kit because everyone's like, and they go through their whole day. They're like, no, I got up and I drank out of a pink cup and that is in the dishwasher now. And so I was not thirsty and I did not put that clear cup. And I'm like, there's 52 fucking cups, everyone. There's four of us. I get it. I mean, 
It's okay if you don't. I just, it makes sense in my brain to I have a lot of cups. I just wanted to check in. You need, need I'm good. There's yeah, bags you have your here. We got, yeah. bags. I know you were concerned about how much stuff I was bringing out, but I, I promised the prizes. <laughs> yeah. And That's how the podcast goes. Uh, Wait, I'm speaking of signs, yes. are you guys freaked out about the UFO? What? Where was the UFO? What UFO? What? The U.S. government shot down a UFO over Cumtown, Alaska. You guys, I thought it was just another balloon. No, and it's no, called no, Cumtown. No. Wait, Justin Trudeau like ordered it shot down. Is that I read very quickly. Wait. There's a se- there's a second UFO. Wait, what? Tonight? Why the fuck are we here? Guys, is it? Like- We're here making fun of signs. Like they're not taking it very personally. Oh my god. Wait, Busy's busy Googling UFOs now. I'm looking exactly like the podcast. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh. Wait, a U.S. jet shot down an unidentified flying object over Canada acting on the orders of Justin Trudeau. Oh. Since when oh. do we take orders from Justin Trudeau? Why is it? Wait, you Listen. guys, why is my headline from the New York Times for you, Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt's picture-perfect life? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what they're fucking giving me. Listen, what They're if, like, this bitch does not care about UFOs or any real news. What have you been looking up on the New York Times? Because they only do that based on what you read on the website. Mm-hmm. Trending oh. for you. Wait, let me look up on mine. What let is me... a pickleball dress? Thank you, New York Times. <laughs> okay, let me do mine. This How is can fun. I convince my wife that she cheated her siblings on her, her parents? Wow. They, don't, they do not. Uh, the New York Times knows what would happen if Busy finds out about the UFO. Okay, three friends pulled their finances and bought a, a queen's house together. Which one did they choose? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right, all right. See, this is what I'm talking about. Your, Phoebe's is literally all real estate. Not to eat read over your shoulder, but it's literally it's all... It's all real estate, baby. About, about 38-year-olds buying houses. Listen. But for real, guys... Yes. Would we be mad about, like, an alien invasion at this point? Or would we feel like... Okay. Listen, yeah. this, this podcast yeah. is not going to be out for more than a week. This could all age very poorly. Ooh. We could be like, <laughs> we could be wearing silver oh. uniforms and Wait. working for them by the time this Speaking comes out. Speaking of Wait. aging. Busy, I, I just want to say I love this dress. It looks like you're about to do a duet with Brandy Carlisle, and I'm here oh. for it. That bitch stays booked and busy. I need... Honey, I like literally was like, I bet we could probably get her for the podcast show. <laughs> she would do it. I know. She's the best. She's fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah All great. the more reason to Haven't do heard this a song, again. but she seems very sweet. <laughs> she's she very good. I, you would not, like her, Phoebe. I thought you like, like... Don't you like sad, sad music? music? No, I do. But like when something falls in like Americana category, I just hear slavery. So I just... We got it. We got it. Yeah. Say no more. You know... Yeah. Say no more. Did, did that make? Did I clinch your buttholes, New Jersey? <laughs> you scared? You know what made me clench my butthole so much? What? You'll like this. Yes. Busy sent me yesterday to her energy healer, who's here. What? No! Oh my god! No wonder you guys have such fucking amazing energy. <laughs> I forgot that was coming. As a gift, oh Busy sent me to her energy healer, <gasps> and I. It was so great, but you know that whenever I'm in a relaxing, silent situation, I'm so afraid of farting. Oh, me too. Yeah. It's, uh, but I, I, it happens. You just got to let it out. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't enjoy it. So just like, 
you just eke it out, like, over time. It's like, it, I'm, I was very scared, too, because if it was just, like, a random person, but yeah. it's Busy's friend, and I don't want to fart in front she's, of a friend of a friend. She's dealt with it. That's the thing you have to understand. That's what like, I think, yeah. People just crop dust where her all the she? time at her, at her job. It's fine. We can ask her later. We don't want to put where, her on the spot. Where is she? What's her name? Val. Val, where are you? Hey, Val. Val. You can say all white. Val, do people fart? She's dressed the way I thought she would be dressed. In their visit. And all white. I love it. Guys, she's really been helping me. I don't know if you can tell, but I am, even though I've moved around a lot, and like, that's just ADD, and it's not anything other than that. Although I did read online once someone accusing me of being on cocaine. Oh, we talked about it. Yeah, we were like, like she could afford cocaine. Come on, guys. I was like, bitch. Maybe like one time for a treat, but not an I, everyday thing. No, I think you could fully afford like a subscription to cocaine. I wouldn't know. I there don't take drug dealers anymore. Box? I would start a cocaine. Fab fit <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Is it a it's a box subscription? Is no, that? we're saying that it's like a it's like a little bag one. of cocaine and yeah. then stuff that you love when you're on cocaine. I wouldn't know. Yeah, it'll be know. like a. Live, love, laugh, candle. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that goofy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some matcha tea powder. I don't know. And then just a little bit of cocaine. Yeah. And then tweezers. What are those for? I don't don't know. I just knew, like, people who... Oh, I guess that was meth in Arizona. (laughs) Girl. What? what? I never did it. I'm just saying. What do people... Oh, they pick. They pick. Okay, all right. They must have amazing eyebrows. Do people who are on meth have great eyebrows? drug epidemics. Wait, wait, you know wait, what I mean? People on meth use tweezers. They to like pick their faces. Oh. Don't they? My right, first boyfriend, then. the one that knocked me up, w- did meth. And was a, you guys. Oh, Lord. This is in my book. I mean, I, know, I, I, not, remember, I didn't remember the specific recipe. A, it is again, it's like one of those things where you say it out loud and then you're like, oh no, that is actually horrifying. Yeah. And then I look at my teenage daughter and I'm like, oh, that was the age I was. Fucked. Yeah. Aww. That's really sad. No. Listen. But also, guys, it's fine. You got through it. Look at you, you know now. what? Because look at me on stage in New look Jersey. New Jersey. In a dress. And I took Birdie today. I was yeah. telling Phoebe this backstage. This yeah. is why I don't want to be a mom. Uh. Excuse me. This is like. Thank you, P.F. Changs. <laughs> P.F. Changs, shout out. It was my first time having it. It's great. Wait, has anyone here not had P.F. Chang's? <gasps> Wait, See? what? Do you what? Want, do you want a crab wonton? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> do you want, was it, Mongolian beef? You have to do sign want... a waiver first because we can't attest to how Look at the this. food safety handling of it by yeah. us. I want you to pass this back to this lady. Her hand went up so fast right behind. What Sorry. she giving it? Oh, her. And then card. also the lady in front of her, her hand was up too. Yeah, okay, guys. See, you want to an- answer truthfully. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> there are more of these. <laughs> and upper levels, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to You just... Oh, we'll we'll like Derek Brown. We'll yeah. work it out. <laughs> no! It just like went literally went, exactly the same went to the same lady. So then the same you lady. have to run up the aisle and go... No, I'm just kidding. 
One time when I worked at the Rosie O'Donnell show, Rip Torn was throwing postcards into the audience. That and is a, a TBT. A, Rip Torn. Okay. Such a TBT. And wait, wait, was it is Rip? Is he still alive? Wait, was it Rip Torn or Rip so. Taylor? I get my rips confused. I think they're both RIPs. Who's more likely? I think it was Rip Taylor, right? He was the really funny clowny one. He threw a postcard and like Wait, who's ripped the corner hit some lady in the eye and she sued us for like a bazillion dollars. You guys, please don't do that. I really can't afford it. We can't. It. We can't afford it. I'm so sorry. So like if Busy starts to throw a card out to the audience, close, close your, eyes, your eyes, please. Just close your eyes. It's fine. You'll find okay. it. So anyway, I came back. What'd we, you, what did you do with birds? Okay. So I came, we came back. So we did the Boston show, which was like... Amazing! We told you it was kind of stressful, right? <laughs> Josh, cut that out. Um, <laughs> amazing! And, uh, af- and so then after the show, like our friends who were guests on the show and a couple of our friends who live in Boston, we went out, but it was pretty late. And I really drank a lot of tequilas. And then... They, first of all, they were selling singles and double drinks there. And so they were giving us drinks. We were drunk too, guys. We, let's not... I just, I'm not going to listen to it is all I'm going to say. We're not going to put it mean? all it on the like, audience. The next day was a little bit like... Yeah. Did that happen? Did it? What? Are we okay? Yeah. Is she okay? But also we had to wake up super early. Yes. Because we had driven to Boston and I had to come back to New York to do table reads for Girls 5 Eva, which is very exciting. <laughs> but booked like, and busy. Booked and busy. Booked and busy, which is like yeah. amazing, but like Damn. hungover right. on the road. It was just like rough. Yeah. And so yesterday was like a rough day and I went to bed like fairly early. Oh, I watched half of Pamela. Have you watched it yet? It's really good. It's sad, but it's really good. It is sad and good, and like, but it's it's the saddest ever. I don't think it's it's not the saddest ever. Like, let's. Yeah, I mean, (gasps) you know what? Like, she's been through, but let's not like. There are sadder. There are sadder things. There are sadder things. Is all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, She's had a journey, but like, let's not. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and also it's like the same, Pamela, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So you watch half of Pamela. So I watched half of Pamela and like passed out and was so happy to sleep and then like slept in and then got up and went on a little like adventure walk with Gina to look for a special thing for later. Right. And you guys all know. And, Don't get too excited. And then I got a FaceTime from Birdie. And both of my kids were, like, so excited when I got home yesterday, but I was very, like, tired and, like, um, I got a FaceTime from Birdie, and Birdie was like, where are you? I was like, I'm just with Gina. I'm walking the streets of New York. <laughs> and she's like, Mom, can we go see Titanic 3D for the 25th anniversary today? No, guys. No. I will fight all of you. I don't care. And I was like, of course. Mm-hmm. You guys. You guys. I no. know you're cheering, but like, ugh. 
And then I got home and I was like, I like got back to the like family house. I was like, I'm like a couple blocks away. And I got back to it and I was so irrationally mad at Mark about it, which like he had literally zero to do with it. It was all me from start to finish. And like, it was like a negotiation between me and the child. Sure. He had literally, and I was just like, Oh, yeah, you fucking love this, don't you? <laughs> I'm going to Titanic for fucking four hours. I just wanted to, like, chill and be in the sunshine and, like, I don't know, maybe get high or something. Like, just have, like, a chill, relaxing day. See my friend Casey for lunch. But no, no. I was in that theater, guys, with the glasses on. And I have questions. Why it's did they long. have to make it 3D? That's what I was wondering the whole time. Too it's too long. Can I see it? You saw it? Okay, you guys get a prize. Who's, like, why, why 3D? Wait, who saw it? Who Does saw Billy it? Zane have, like, a boner why or something? Why do you guys love this movie? I why don't... 3D? You get There's some no... old Busy Tonight shirts, ladies. Yes! Oh. Listen to that. Look at that. We have to invest in a t-shirt cannon. We're not there yet. We're not there yet, we're but not we're, at the guys, level. God willing. <laughs> Okay, so then, but okay, it was a fucking nightmare. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I was like not thrilled about my fate, especially no. because I was hungry. And Birdie was like, oh, so cute. And then it was like, ooh, and that's the fucking thing about being a mom, Phoebe. And this is why you could be a mom, is that it's the push-pull of like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. to me. And then like all of a sudden you're like, asshole, PMSE teenager is like, this is so fun. I love you so much. And you're like... Oh, no, it's amazing. Right. But, but she but Bertie had promised me that it was one of those movie theaters that had like food food and it was not. Oh, and no. so mm. But here's my counterpoint to that argument is that like my niece will be like like when I went home to tell how to visit um my family for Christmas she was very sad. She was crying when I left. She's like, I love you so much. And I was like, I love you too. And then I left and got on a plane to Mexico. And it was great. It was great to leave. I was like, this is the best feeling is the leaving part. Um, <laughs> I love kids. I, I, I don't want to raise them. That is, yeah. Um, yeah. it's a lot. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, I mean, it's a real job. And I think people are just like, it's a great, you get to breastfeed and like, you know, sunflowers and all this shit. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, you can still no. do a lot with your breasts, Phoebe. You don't I, have to feed anyone. You can. People can even do. suck on them. Yeah, plenty to do with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I'm good. My plate is full. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're booked and busy. I am booked and busy. I try. Base, base, base bags. We love our base bags. Did you? You used? Your, I saw your base bag. Uh, yeah, I mean, traveling we, with your base bag. This little tour, we really have put our base bags to the test because I have dragged those things all over the country now. Well, and um, in Boston, I brought my base bag out on stage because I had gotten to Boston. You know, I didn't didn't fly to Boston. I drove. And I was like, why is my base bag so heavy? And then I realized <laughs> that someone had shoved my Theragun into it and also my Beats pill. And Among, also, yeah. like, I mean, I had, like... There were, like, electronics in my bag. like Yeah. So if you wondered how much you could fit in there. Let me tell you, a lot. A lot. (laughs) And not even know. (laughs) You don't even know that it's in there. And then Um, we went shopping in 
in Boston. No, was it in Boston? Both places. No, in San Francisco. We, we went, shopping I went shopping in, in San Francisco and, and bought base bags. I needed to get like an extra bag to bring all this, the vintage clothes home with me. <laughs> and we, we went to a department store and they had the cutest bags, the bags I picked out. And I was like, Oh my God, they're base. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, listen, you guys need to get into the base bag lifestyle. The luggage is incredible. It was created by an actress. You know this, Shay Mitchell. Good she job, like, Shay. She travels a lot. She's like, I don't understand. Why are these bags all lame? I'm going to make the perfect bags. And she has. She's thought of everything that you could want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator. That's key for me. So great. Washable bags for your dirty clothes and all of the interior pockets you need to keep organized. And the luggage is comes in multiple sizes and colors. And the Weekender bag is the one that we keep referencing because we love it so much. It's super functional. You can put so much in it. And, uh, and, it, and has it has a, a place to, to store your shoes, shoes which, which I is, love. It's so great. And I also love how it opens the top because going through the TSA line is the most stressful part of traveling for me. And this bag just opens wide. I can get my laptop, all my electronics out. Yeah, like, it's very no easy. No problem. It's so easy. And it just makes life so much easier. So guys, we highly recommend Base. We love them. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash best. Go to basetravel.com slash best for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash best. Oh, my friend was just like, oh, I'm um, doing this amazing thing. I think you would like it. It's called Saqqara Life. And you were like. And I was like, honey, honey, honey. (laughs) Have we not met? I'm like, I've been doing that for years. She's like, really? I love it. I'm like, yeah, no, it's amazing. Because if you're a person like me, like my friend, has a very busy schedule, Saqqara delivers ready-to-eat, plant-rich meals that help you look and feel your best even during those weeks of like back-to-back meetings and stressful situations and happy hours. You can like keep it all in check, ease your bloating, Keep your energy levels high with science-backed, nutritionally designed meals that you will genuinely want to eat. Like, they're delicious. Also, they're delivered to your door. So that's one of the best things for me is just, like, the ease of the whole thing. When I'm doing my Saqqara, I'm always feeling, like, great. Yeah. Because I just feel like every part of me is glowing, and I'm not, like oh, I have to eat this food that I ordered. It's like I get to eat this amazing plant-rich like meal created by chefs so it tastes so good because I would love to be like Beyonce and be like a vegan, you know? But like it's hard for me to know all the things that you need to implement and put into the recipes, right. you know. Well, Sakar is great because it's more than just a meal delivery program. It's a nutrition program and it's like having a nutritionist and a chef all in one. Everything tastes delicious. It comes right to you. I suffer from decision fatigue, so it's very helpful for me just to have 
things to choose from in my fridge that I know are going to taste good. I'll feel well fed and also not going to contribute to like gut issues or tiredness or whatever else that I normally get from eating junk when I'm really busy. I know. Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy, clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash best to get 20% off your first order, sakara.com slash best. Oh, but real quick before we, Netflix. Okay. So you guys, seriously, don't freak out, but there's a really good show on Netflix called Physical 100. It's really, it's really popular in Korea. It's basically just like a hundred super fit, hot people doing like I'm a gladiator warrior things to each other. They mean like slow-mo and it's like really hot to see like super jacked like Korean guys just like wrestling in the mud. I'm uh-huh. like <laughs> and it's just in it's slow-mo. So yeah, they'll be they'll do like a cool like suplex and they'll like slow it down and you just see like their muscles like rippling. I'm like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just like you, you lose your mind. It's so good, you guys. I know Pamela, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Physical 100 is a great pick-me-up. Is it like a contest or is it just... It's a contest. You're supposed to but win money. But who cares? Who you cares? don't care. You, you don't, don't care. care about the money. You're just like, everyone's right. shirtless. It's great. I don't know if I've ever been attracted to anyone with muscles. This show will change your mind. Listen, I understand what? it. I mean, you I guys, Marcus, no, he's like lean and like, he's right. like... He like so he can like soul cycle like right, right? Yeah. the lead bike yeah. you know like that's a different he's like a cycling body yeah. he's like you know one of those guys no I get I, it a lean per, I lean muscle yes that's fine you know I've dated a lot of guys with apparent iron deficiencies like we've all <laughs> have our crosses iron to poor bear. blood that's yeah. what our moms always but called it yeah <laughs> these guys are busy like I could never fit different. into Mark's jeans do you know what I mean I know what you're saying <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I've never actually been able to fit into any man's jeans that I've dated. I just revealed to my husband on the drive up to San Francisco that I once dated a really muscly guy, and he was like, he was as shocked as anything I could have told him. Caroline, you remember Doug, right? I was like, I was uh, describing him as like, he looked like John Travolta, but he had giant muscles, and then he made me like get a picture, like find a picture of him, a recent, he's still very muscly. Which era John Travolta are we talking about? Like, um, sweat hog era. What sweat? Yeah, what like, the fuck? What sweat hog? Wait, she's raising her hand. Oh, wait, is Does that she the, want to explain what it wait, is, or is you just want a T-shirt? Wait, is that the movie that he did? What sweat hog? Welcome back, Cotter. That's... <laughs> wow, guys. Oh, we discussed everyone, know. their ages up here, but now no, I guess I, we I all just... know my age, for sure. Um, yeah, okay, he, that's like, a good one. Like, Boy in the Plastic Bubble era. Okay. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah. Yes. Wasn't that like a Jake Gyllenhaal movie? No. That was like a funny, a funny movie. Busy, what the fuck? Even I got that reference. The boy in the bubble? The boy in the plastic bubble what, was like Jake a John Travolta G- movie where he had like... You guys, was there not a Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Yes, but it's called... Yes, but that was like a... 
Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy, yeah. That was like a parody of The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. There was a movie where John Travolta was like an immunocompromised teen that had to live in like a little hamster. But he fell in love with someone. And he fell in love with someone. And he was willing to like step out of his bubble. And risk his That's life. That's like that movie that those kids were on when they on Busy Tonight, the Five Feet Apart movie. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Guys, I think that's a theme. Everything old is. It's new like again. erotic. Yeah. To be have to be a, away from someone. To not be able to. You can't touch them. Anyway, that's like in Titanic. The old lady is like, it was the most erotic experience I've ever had. Did you guys remember that she says that in Titanic? Yes. Oh my God. It's, listen, what I... I have not seen it since 1997. I'm just telling really? you that I was, I was actually, I did get a little secretly high before we went in. <laughs> I mean, secretly to Birdie, but like not to me. Like I knew that I was getting you knew. high. And, uh... And there were moments where I was like, what? <laughs> and then I leaned over to Birdie at one point and I'm like, you know why he dates 19-year-olds? Because that's when he became really famous and so he thinks he's still that age. Yes. He, thinks, he looks in the mirror and he sees that and that's why he's only attracted to 19... It's not that he's a pedophile, it's that he is literally so fucking stunted from the immense fame and Kate isn't because she's a woman. Right. <laughs> Let her know. That's great parenting. Did you also know... Allegedly, I don't know if this is true, but allegedly, <laughs> I read this, what, I forget what website I read on, but it was like kind of reputable, so I was like, I'm going to believe it, even though it's like, like when Busy said she read something in the Atlantic and it yeah. was just Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, now you're using just Jared as a factoid. <laughs> okay, to be fair, we are recycling, it was Perez Hilton. <laughs> And it was a long fucking time ago. <laughs> but allegedly, I don't know if this is true, you guys. So do not quote me on this. But allegedly, at some point, Leo DeCap was into wearing headphones and listening to music while women blew him. <laughs> is that not the craziest thing I've... Guys, and so by guy the way, said no. Who's Some, the guy who said no? Maybe he has misophonia. I can't stand to hear my husband eat. <laughs> Casey, Casey, Casey. No, Casey, no. Casey, Casey. Casey. Casey, no. Casey. Casey is not the same thing. Listen, I am not. What if he like it makes no. him sick and he's like no. gonna throw up on her no. head? I am not. <laughs> no. Getting on my knees, losing cartilage to suck your dick, and you're listening to Third Eye Blind? I think not. I fucking think not. No. You're going to hear it all. Take off the headphones. You're hearing everything. You're right. You're right. You're hearing all of it. (laughs) I guess the point, but I guess, like, really, though, the the thing is, like, I want to know what he was listening to. Me too. Me too. Because is there, like, a moment? Third Eye Blind. (laughs) What do you th- what do you think he listened to? I think to? he was listening to like some like lame ass like uh, cinematic instrumental that crescendos <laughs> from like a movie. I you know? Oh my god! Like you remember that thing that they played it? Like they used it in really in in like suspenseful trailers. Emily BB is going to know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know where you are, Emily, but I know you are. The one that's like no 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 no. Is that from like no no Damien? No, no, no. 
That's what I want him to be listening to. I know the song. By the way, Leonardo, if you're listening to this, I know I'm 43. 43. I know I'm 43. You did look at me once. You really looked at me. Proud day. And I will... No, I won't. I was going to say, if he listened to that, I would suck his dick, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. wouldn't. I actually wouldn't. I'm proud of you. I might. You know what? I think I I'm growing up. I like when people draw a line in the sand saying they wouldn't do something that they're not going to do anyway. Oh, wait. I mean, like, to be fair. Yeah. I was watching that movie today, and I was like, I really did love him. Like, back in the day, I really did have such a fucking crush on Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, I was... I was very, he was like my only celeb crush when I was, was so a teenager. Cute. I have mad respect for him because he's the only person that does a Massachusetts accent properly. And yeah. he even does like this face, like this face that yes, everyone the punchable in Ma- face. Yeah, the punchable yeah. face that everyone yeah. in, like, you he want looks to punch like, him in the face. He looks like all of my cousins. And so I have, <laughs> it's very hard not to give him respect for that because yeah. apparently it's impossible for anyone else in the world to do. And he's really good at it. But I don't know if it's blowjob worthy for me. I think I would. You think you would? Yeah, he's like trying to save the environment, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a good him point. and Greta Thunberg and the rest of us right, dumb right. fucks are like not yeah. doing anything. I'm back right. into. I'm back you know into. I, mean? I was yeah. never out, but yeah. Right. yeah. He's trying to save the world so that his 19 year old girlfriend can grow up. Listen, he doesn't want them to fine. grow up. It's fine. Listen, Honestly, I think what I said to Bernie today is correct. I do think he's just stuck. Yeah. And maybe he needs Val to just energy heal that shit and just yes. age him up. Do you guys feel like he goes to a therapist? No. No, I don't either. I don't either. Like, he still hangs out with all of those guys, right? The pussies. The pussy, pussy patrol. Pussy, pussy yeah. posse. He goes to an 18-year-old that wants to be a therapist someday. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Drag him. <laughs> she's been she's been reading a lot of yeah. articles. Yeah, she's yeah. read a lot of articles. Yeah. Just Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I guess none of us are going to be in a movie with him. That's fine. I don't know. Phoebe could. Sure. I feel like I feel like a film career is happening. You didn't say you would blow him, so I mean, <laughs> Leo Ducap. I'm too old for him. You're I'm way too old for him. I'm honey. too old for him. I think he's only fucking white bitches. Like you know mm. what I mean? It's fine. Yeah, that historically rings true. I think. Yeah. 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 Anyway, in Titanic, guys, the very too long movie. Titanic so 3D for some reason. Why? Yeah. That's the subtitle for some reason. But you know, you know who's like fucking perfect is Kate Winslet. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, Birdie's got to see heavenly creatures. And then I was like, no, Birdie can never see heavenly <laughs> creatures. Oh my God, Birdie is going to murder me if she sees heavenly creatures. I've never seen it. Oh, fuck me. You guys. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? We Why would I kid about that? Melanie Linsky and Kate Winslet fucking and then killing 
one of their moms oh. because they she won't let them like be together. Right? Is that it? I don't That's remember. Amazing. I saw it when I was like 15. I was on drugs. What? Right? That's it. That's essentially it. That sounds great. I'll no, it was. Key. It's like unbelievable. It's so good. Also, is amazing that Kate Winslet movie with Harvey Keitel where she's in the cult and he deprograms her. Did anyone see that? I haven't seen that either. Mm. Who saw that up there? Okay, up there. I don't know how we're going to do this. We're going to get you something. You, somehow. You get a prize. Somehow. <laughs> I, I saw Little Children, the movie she... Uh, that movie? That movie is creepy, too. Yeah, but mm. I just... She know, likes a creepy movie. Her getting banged in a washing machine. I was like, yeah, good for you, Kate. Actually, she does like a creepy movie. Yeah. yeah. That's a creepy movie. Didn't she do one where she, like, masturbates a child? L- listen. Remember where she's, like, the Nazi? The, the reader. reader. Thank you. And she, like, wins Oscars for it. Okay, this is for you up there. We'll get it to you somehow. I feel like it's... Listen, if her titties are out, you know she's trying to get an award. I love it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Honey, I'll put my titties out. No one's giving me shit. Well, uh, what what projects are you putting Yeah, do you do it during the award season? Yeah. Like, Like, are you you properly campaigning? Yeah. With your tits? You gotta, you gotta, no. you gotta time it. You gotta right. get a, a tit publicist. Well, guys, I have a question. Phoebe, you're single now, too. Yes. Phoebe and I had a really funny date together two weeks ago? Yeah. A couple weeks ago? So cute. Okay. We went to the rooftop at the Restoration Hardware in Manhattan. Have it's you guys so been good. there in Chelsea? Wait, they have food on top of Restoration Are you fucking, Hardware? It's the best restaurant in the city. Wow. If you guys haven't been it's there... Cute. Highly recommend. It's got like an amazing view, yeah. and we, it was like packed. It was so packed. And such a scene. It was cute. Alfre Woodard was like sitting like three <gasps> tables away. Yeah. That's how we knew we were in the right place. Yeah. Wow. They're like, Alfre Woodard's cool. here. Who knew that a chain furniture store would be <laughs> the hot Honey, celebrity hotspot? They have, they have cruise ships now. They've got. They hotel. They've got private planes. Mm-hmm. What now? And now they have what billionaires behind hotels? Restoration Hardware. Oh no! But is there I like marry a Richard Branson? Is there a Mister Hardware? <laughs> Mister Richard Restoration Hardware. That's like a billionaire. I'm gonna date him. Let's do it. Oh my god! I want that for you. Yeah. Would you do Me like too. a billionaire vibe? Uh, yeah, because I... <laughs> I yeah, love someone because, in the audience who's like, yes. Just because in my last relationship, that's a relationship, I was <laughs> I was the breadwinner. It's not great. I'm going to tell you, it's not great. Don't yeah. like it. Never want to do it again. I don't, and it's not because I'm a woman. I just think across the board, being like the breadwinner is a lot of stress. Yeah. yeah. It was like the first time I really identified with John Hamm and Mad Men. I was like, oh, I get mm. it. I get why he yeah. fucked everything because yeah. he was so stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't do it. I just was like, I'm just going to like go home and like do yoga. But I could, you know what I mean? Like it's too much. Yeah. But I also think there is like a thing with a lot of men because I've certainly dated guys that I've been way more successful and made more money than. And they like can't fucking deal with it. They just can't. And like, so then it becomes like very subversive ways of like undercutting you and your accomplishments and your shit. And they're just like, you know, like at your like biggest moments, they're like picking fights. Something happened. Yeah. Yes. Like making it all about something yep. else. And then they're like, oh no, it's just a coincidence that it happens to be the day that you're launching 
your talk show. But that's not real, that, that's Mark. That, just an example. It's not. <laughs> Mark's here, guys. Yeah. He's backstage. Obviously. Woo! Supportive. Supportive yeah. acts. He is supportive. So yeah. I just want to date someone who has their shit together, who goes to therapy. Yeah. So not yeah. Leonardo. Yeah, not yeah. Leo. No. I mean, because no. like, He's like saving little, the world and he's got money, but he yeah. definitely does not go to therapy. Yeah, I kind of like a little bit of a, a nerd because I'm a little bit of a nerd. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, I think that might, like someone who can like really You need like a laugh. literary star. Yeah. Oh. No? What? I would never want to date a male author. That is horrific. Mm. Wait, by the way, you end up in a bestseller and they're like, that's not you. They're so needy and like, woo, woo. I don't want that, no. I mean, my husband's an author, but... Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm glad but I didn't have fine. to say it. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. But, I'm glad also, her, but also, Phoebe, he's special. He's, you guys are talking he, about this stuff, and I don't even... Like, he's great. He's you don't great. recognize your husband in that. Exactly. No. I don't see him in that. And he's okay. not here either, and so I would, we're safe. You know what? What? I would let you date him if you wanted to. <laughs> That's a true friend. Now, I yeah. think, I don't know what's going to happen for me, you guys. I don't know if I'm going to... Are you on, do you do apps? I'm on Raya, and, and there's nothing on there. Phoebe goes, mm. the other day when we had uh, dinner, she's like, so you joined Raya? I got the notification. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I had, this is like full <laughs> disclosure. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast. I was like, I had a... I was like, Phoebe, I had like a moment, and I just was like, fuck it, I'm going to join Raya. I'm going to join a dating app and put like slutty pictures of myself and <laughs> see what like weird fucking dudes from France I get paired with. <laughs> and Matthew Perry. <laughs> so, you know. Everyone, you guys, everyone, everyone on Raya gets matched with, with Matthew Perry. Still, I wonder. I wonder wow. if still. I wonder. I don't know. Did you I guys read know. that book? No. No. There are the, uh, no offense to Matthew Perry. Limited, there, limited there, time on earth. There are it's... other books that should be read. <laughs> yeah. That I haven't read. Yeah. That, so. Did you read the Prince Harry book? Again. <laughs> Did you watch Harry and Meghan? Absolutely not. Oh. She's what? watching Physical 100. Listen. She's busy. I understand that the royal family is on paint on chat. I fully get that. I don't want to get shot, so I have to say paint on chat. So they, they can't hear it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say shite. Yeah. <laughs> they won't know at all what you're saying. Don't worry about it. Here's my thing. I'm so... I just... I, I, don't want, I don't want to hear the mess anymore. I don't want to hear the drama. I'm like, you guys want to be private. And then you guys look at your checking account. You're like, we cannot afford to auto pay our security. So we're going to do a Netflix thing and a bug. And a bug. I, I can't. Right. I want out. I want out of the mess. He didn't write the book. We also know he didn't write the book. So I don't even. Who don't wrote even... the book? Some fucking ghostwriter wrote yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's like. Wait, no, what? not these I, two I fucking wrote, bitches. Yeah, I wrote not my, these fucking two bitches. We, no, we wrote our fucking books. Yes, exactly, um, bitch. Because no one told me it was an option. I have ghostwritten books for people. Get that. I can't. I cannot tell you who. Me. But um, some people just need it. But you, you girls, you didn't need it. 
Yeah. I just am like, I just don't want to hear about the royal family ever again. Got it. Got it. Ever again. I don't want to hear Megan being like, they're racist. I'm like, bitch, you didn't know? I just, I like... Ready? Here's my, here's my fortune. You will soon meet someone <gasps> very important. Oh! Leonardo. Mm. <laughs> Listen, that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Is this, Phoebe and I were trying to plan how at least one of us can make out with Colin Farrell. He is so hot, you guys. He's so he hot. He just would. He, right? He's like, I mean, I am down. To make out with Colin Farrell. I feel like I am going to be... Now, I listen, feel like guys. He'd make out Since with Michelle's all married now, I'm not like... He's made out with a lot of people, I'm sure. He's married? I, no. Oh. Not, no, I Michelle. Miss- Since Michelle... Oh, since my friend okay. Michelle's married now, she's nominated for an Oscar, and her husband wants to sit with her at the Oscars. Fine. You know what? Guys, guys, guys. I know. Okay. <laughs> yes! Yes! Listen. Do you hear that, Michelle? Oh my god. The gosh. busy hive is angry. I love Street, but that is bullshit. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. right. So Sir, the- are you nominated for an Oscar? Maybe busy can be your plus one. <laughs> okay, you okay. get a prize. You get a prize. You get a prize. You get this shirt. You get yes. this shirt. Woo! Yeah. Sunny. What's your fortune, Phoebs? Mine says your talents will be especially useful this week. Yes! Mine says you will discover an unexpected treasure this week. A lot about this week. Yeah. Okay, mine, I picked another one because that one was bullshit, right? We can all agree. uh, Does that cancel it out when you have two? Okay, technically... That's how I stop myself from eating a second fortune cookie. Technically, I remember this from elementary school. There's like a tree that you have to go and hang the the fortune on if okay. you want to give it back. Oh, okay. And then All if right. you, but we got to find a tree. <sighs> All right, let's hear it. Something spectacular is coming your way. They are blowing smoke yeah. up our ass That's, so hard. Yeah. So hard. Well, That's fine. Our next partner has a product we both use literally every day. Every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I was put on like a huge vitamin and mineral regimen by my doctor. And I was like, I can't open all these bottles. It's too much. Like it's a full-time job. And then Athletic Greens had everything that he was telling me to take all in easy-to-use powder that I could just pop in a smoothie or just stir up in a glass of water. Easy peasy. I mean, it's incredible because it tastes delicious. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's like <laughs> sort of like, it's like a little tropical sort of. It's so good. Yeah. I just really love it. I actually look forward to drinking it. What is it? Let's just break it down for you. With okay. one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced superfoods probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Or if you're me and you sometimes forget to start your afternoon right, (laughs) because that's what I oftentimes I take it at like 3 p.m. But I have to tell you the energy boost that I get at 3 p.m. Because, you know, I don't drink caffeine after 
morning. Right. Um, and the energy boost that it, Athletic Greens, I don't even know if they say that they, that, that, that it does that. But I don't know Athletic it. Greens, but I feel it. I feel it. I feel like a, a little kick when I do it, when I drink it in mid, midday, mid afternoon. Um, yeah. but it all supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, aging, all of the things. I love it so much. It's lifestyle friendly. So if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, no worries. They got you. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, which I am very into. It also costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's literally cheaper than a latte, which is incredible. And it's all in one nutritional insurance. It's just one small thing that you can do every day that has huge benefits. And right now, guys, we want you to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Just the one scoop in a cup of water. I'm going to go do mine right now, actually. (laughs) To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, which I always bring when I'm traveling. Yes. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash busy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash busy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Guys, get into it. Guys, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, listen, when you're feeling good, it feels like everything can fall into place. But when you get sort of like bogged down or overwhelmed, you know, you're not able to show up in the way that you want to. And working with a therapist can help you in order to get closer to the best version of yourself. There are so many benefits to therapy. um, And I think one thing that holds people back is access and not knowing where to start, you know? And I do think that if you're a person who's like, yeah, I could probably, you know, use some help managing my stress, my anger, my frustration, my feelings inside. It's just hard sometimes to know where to start. Yeah. And I think that better help is a great option because it's very convenient. Um, it's flexible. It's affordable. And it's entirely online. So you don't have to be concerned about if it's like in your neighborhood or whatever. You fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if um, that therapist winds up not being for you, that's okay. You can switch therapists at any time. Don't be afraid to switch therapists, guys. Truly. Like sometimes I think people think they can't or whatever. Right. Right. Um, but I do think that it's good to know that you can, and especially if somebody is not like the right fit for you, BetterHelp makes it so easy because there's no additional charge and you can do it anytime. So I just highly recommend if you're a person who's like feeling a little stuck in any area and you don't quite know where to go, this is a very easy, affordable way to get empowered and to get yourself some help better help. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash busy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, 
com slash busy. Phoebs, speaking of books, though, you know that we always like to ask our guests about a pivot in life. And I already kind of pre-know a little bit about your pivot, but it involves books. And so I want you to tell And your imprint and the books that are coming out and the people that you... You guys... She's We're telling the whole story. Phoebs, <laughs> tell us what's happening with you besides being dope queen Phoebs. Oh, you're so sweet. Listen, you guys, I'm just trying to make it work. I Well, first of all, I want to yes. we said this on the podcast last time you were yes. on, but like one of my favorite things is that like Social media has existed for so long that like we followed each other a really long time ago. On you Twitter. were like a kid. You were a kid. And I remember saying, like, I might know of, like, a TV writing job if anyone's interested. And it was so early in the Twitter game that you could, like, do that without, like, some dude being like, I'm funnier than anyone I know. Give me the job. (laughs) And so I put that out there. And I remember that you DM'd me and you were like, if you ever, if there's anything I would ever be good for. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so funny and you're so great. And I still have that DM in my D until Elon Musk takes my DM box away. (laughs) I still have that, and it makes me so happy. Like, at least once a year, I go back and look at it because I'm like, oh, my God, look at her. Like, she really is doing it, and she did it. And I'm so... That's so nice! I'm so proud of you and so pleased for you. But not only are you, like, doing the thing that, you know, a lot of people say they want to do, you're doing so much more with your platform and, you know... Your imprint. Your power, I try. I mean, I just, you know, I have always wanted to have an imprint um, because I just love books. And I remember when I was shopping around my first book in 2015, like, I got rejected from every single imprint but one. And everyone was like, no one buys books written by black women. Like, this isn't relatable. Like, just, like, everything that could have been dismissive. You know what I mean? Um, And then it went on to become a New York Times bestseller. So... Mm -hmm. Um, but I was just like, this is crazy that in 2015, it's this, it should not be this hard to sell a fucking book. And so when I have my imprint, Tiny Reparations Books, um, which is, uh, it's a dream come true. I really just want to be a platform for anyone to publish like whatever books they want to publish. And so last year was our first, um, we launched in 2020. And then our books started coming out in 2021. Our first New York Times bestseller was last year with Portrait of a Thief. Um, And then Netflix optioned the rights to it. So I think that's going to be like a super fun like TV show. Um, And then we have a book coming out Valentine's Day called Gone Like Yesterday by Janelle M. Williams. It's like magical realism. These two girls from different sides of the track come together when one of their brothers goes missing. So they go to try and find him. And then March 14th, uh, the Body Liberation Project with, uh, written by uh, Chrissy King, who's like a former personal trainer. And she's really talking about how like, we got to move beyond body positivity because it's not enough. And it's you know, like, sexist and classes in, in its own way and get to where we liberate our bodies and we make society better for other people. So I'm really excited about the imprint. It's like super fun. All different kinds of books. And it's such a dream of mine. And... I'm sure I'm going to write a book again soon, but I'm so tired. You have Wait, to. how many books do you have? This is why you're tired. I've written three books. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot. We books. had a book yeah. that came out. We had a book. Yeah. No, we had no, books we, same that time. came out at the same time. Yeah. So, like, when I Aww. did 
my only, the only book I've, the <laughs> only book I've written was your second book. Yes. Um, Everything's Trash is your but second book. But it's okay. Book. Yeah. But it's okay. But it's okay. Um, and we did like some press together for the books, our books, fun. our respective books. Yeah. That was like a weird interview though, wasn't it? Oh, for it was, oh, I shouldn't have said who it was. Yeah, for that. We'll cut it out. We'll, we'll cut it out. We'll edit in post. Yeah, but that interview was weird. It was weird. I can't. It felt like the person literally hadn't read any of our books. Except for Abby Jacobson. Yes, because she was very <laughs> she was very into Broad City, so we were like, okay, we it can was, tell. It was literally yeah. like the only thing was like, so Phoebe, this is your second book. So busy, you've never written a book. Abby, when you write on page 27 that... And it's like, we were like, we're all like, oh, yeah, no, okay. Oh, yeah, no, we're good. No, we're good. Like, it's great. We wanted to, like, have got... And she felt like I could see... She, she's, like, yeah. the greatest. And she was like, guys, I don't know what's happening. Like, oh, someone help me out here. Like, it was a real fangirl moment it for was. that interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah, she got her time in, and yeah. we, we were there to witness it. So We were just but witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm very excited. Listen, I can't, haven't read a book since I don't that last book I read that I talked about. You guys know when I read a book because I talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you talk about it. Yeah. But I just can't. Like, I'm like, my attention, like, at this point, it's not even my attention span. It's just... No, I think it's my attention span. I just, like, I have a really, I've had a really hard time in the last five years reading books. I get, it is hard because you pick up a book, you get engrossed, you put it down, and you find out, like, a UFO's been shot down. <laughs> that I feel like I'm hyper-vigilant to the point where I can't even, like, lose myself in 30 pages of a book. What about audiobooks? I know for a lot of people that works. I'm a visual learner. Mm. I am too, but I will say when I read Bono's memoir, I bought the audio. I know. Oh, yeah. How have we not talked you about the fact that you're fucking friends with Bono? <laughs> Just friends with Bono. <laughs> no big deal. But when I met and when I read his, um, his memoir, I bought the audiobook and then I listened to it as I read along and it's actually like super fun. Because it felt like when we were hanging out. Uh, same, same. <laughs> Same for me with Tori Amos's book. <laughs> that is actually true. Sure, I did, and then I got to inter- I got to interview her. But That's it was cool. yeah, and it was it was it was cool. It was so cool, and it was like your Bono thing, except it happened just right when that shutdown of the pandemic happened, and so then it was just over Zoom. Oh no! And then that wasn't the best, but yeah. it was still. It was fine. Yeah. It could have been better, is all I'm saying. It was, I was bummed. Have you guys kept in touch? It's hard to KIT. <sighs> she just, she's waiting for you to ask, has she kept in touch with Bono? No, no, I, I don't need to she's ask. She's running the interview I now. I know, I know. We he's know. A, he's I a know. Screen, he's a screensaver on my phone when he has. Do you guys text a lot? No, we email from time to time and we'll like, you know, he, he'll, he always sends me flowers on my birthday. Or, which is like really sweet. And then when I interviewed him about his book and I was telling him about, you know, I was like, oh, I'm single, you know, so if you know anyone, like, uh, set me up, whatever. Excuse me? <laughs> and then he was You're like, like yeah. the edge, like, is he available? Yeah. Like, what? Um, and then he, he sent me flowers the next day. It was so sweet. And he was like, for, from a tall, handsome stranger you've, met, you've yet to meet. And I was like, B. 
B O N O. Bono is his name, though. <laughs> He's a sweetheart. That's the heaviest name drop we've ever had on this podcast. But I wasn't trying to name drop it. I can't help no, it. No, we did friends. it. We dropped Listen. it on ourselves. Listen, we can't not because you're friends with fucking Bono. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Guys, are any of you friends with Bono? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll send them all flowers. Yeah, why not? B, get on it. <laughs> Just from a Bono you haven't met yet. <laughs> he sounds fun. He does sound fun. He's a good I he's sound a fun bitter. Time. I know lots of famous people. <laughs> I'm not upset. Casey actually is how um, we got our musical guest who's super iconic. He's super iconic. Actually, we should, maybe he can just come out and join the I conversation would love it. because he's also it. super delightful. Yeah. Yes. Ted Leo. Ted Leo. Is he coming to come on out? Oh, you didn't need to run, Ted. Ted, you don't have to run. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ted Leo. Teddy. Oh, oh. Ted Leo. Ted, do you want to take your microphone and join us to chit-chat before you play? Sure. All right. We got time. We know we spe- very specifically have to end the See show the at a specific time, but it's not. We have time. Uh. See the thorns set <laughs> in your side. <laughs> I wait without you. Uh. It's a perfect wow. song. Wow. It's a perfect song. Reach over here and grab this. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Hi, Teddy. Hi. Guys, um, it's Ted, Ted Leo. Ted Leo. Wait, should I move over? Because you Do move... whatever you want. We're just all... I'm going to hang here. I just here. realized that I brought a bag out on stage that has my address on it. Thanks. Oh, okay. Cool. You I guys, moved, I you know what? a cool spot. Thank you to you. Did you write it down? No, we're good. Okay. Um, Honestly, even if you did... You're not the people sending me death threats, right? <laughs> okay, because you're like pro, you're like pro-abortion. So, okay. Ted Leo, Teddy. That, you know, I get to call him Teddy because I know him. You. I prefer, I prefer it, honestly. Teddy, do you? I never called myself Ted until people started calling me Ted. Really? Yeah. You were always Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teddy is the best name. Theodore, so Teddy, Theodore, Ted, Leo is uh, New Jersey's favorite son, right? Yeah, I believe. I believe, <laughs> like in terms of like men who are white who play guitar and sing, you're up there. It's, it's a small te- field. It's, te- it's a very te- small it's field. It's definitely Teddy Leo. You're up there. Thank you're as up there you. as the first, and then there's like. This you know. is how New Jersey Teddy Leo is. His sister went to grammar school with Camille Donatachi Grammar, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. It's true. Oh my gosh! It's true. Yeah, yeah. And she remembered you because yeah. when I worked at Bravo, Teddy mentioned, "Oh, I think my sister went to elementary." And I asked her, and she said, "I did indeed. Her name's Amy, right?" That's right. Yeah. And I said, "Wow." That I was trying to imagine Camille Donatachi Grammar, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, as a child. 
<laughs> and I said, I know exactly what she looks like because I grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. And I know what the women who look like Real Housewives now looked like in elementary school. Yeah. And so, and like, by the way, it all tracks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you definitely can see it in retrospect that they're going to look like Camille Grammer. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know. No? Maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't know your life. I I get it. I think I get it. Can I I just, like, how many people here are actually from Jersey? Okay. Wow. So just to go, I mean, you can cut this out of the podcast, but just to go even deeper, my my grandfather in his, like, fourth act um, did the, like, paint for this venue. What? Yeah, he's like a Sherwin-Williams, like, Mixologist guy. I love I Sherwin love that Williams. job. That's so cool. I, I love that. I watch all those paint mixing videos on TikTok. I love it's that. very soothing. He that was not very, very soothing. soothing. He was not a soothing character. But I was telling Teddy backstage that we were talking about him at our San Francisco show. I don't know if you guys listened to it, but we're telling a story where our friend Paula Tompkins was super offended because my younger son Lincoln filled out a worksheet in school saying if you had a problem and you couldn't tell your parents, what other adult would you tell? And he said, some person for number one. Number two was Ted Leo. And number three was a horse. <laughs> horse doesn't judge. You know? Horse does not judge. And Paul That's Tompkins was so offended that te- not only was he beaten by Ted, but also a horse. <laughs> but also... This is one of my favorite stories. I don't know if it's a favorite story for you. I don't even know if you remember it, but you were recording at a super cool, like legendary recording studio in Connecticut. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, that, that was when I first met your, your brood. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, I'm, hey, I'm recording in Connecticut. It's a cool recording studio. I'm kind of like lonely because it's just me here uh, working. But if you wanted to bring the kids, I would love to like meet your kids because we had never all hung out together as a family. And uh, it might be fun for them. So I packed up the kids and my husband. And he, he got himself in the car. He's very capable. <laughs> uh, and we went to the recording studio and the kids were like running around buck wild. Like, here's drums, here's guitars. It's so exciting. And then um, this distinguished gentleman entered the facility and it was clear that he was like an authority and Ted was like, oh, this is the owner of the recording studio. So I was like, boys, this is the owner of the recording studio. Like that, with that tone and that face, like we have to settle down and be respectful of this man's uh, expensive property. And uh, my younger son, Lincoln, walked up to him and said, you look exactly like Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> <laughs> Like, thanks for inviting us. That's so cute. Wait, so how did you two meet? We had a parasocial, like, uh, online relationship as well. (laughs) I love how you put it. I love, yeah, uh, yeah, we had lots of, Wait, guys, I have to pee. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, my goodness. We had lots of um, (laughs) mutual. Wait, what? This is exactly like the podcast now, you guys. We'll see her in 20 minutes. Could you imagine if you went to see Beyonce and she's like, BRB, gotta go take a shit. I, I would respect the hell out of that. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
So yeah, so we uh, that's how we met. We that's had like so a lot of mutual cute. friends yeah. and uh, yeah, and just Twitter buds. But then we lived like within enough distance to like hang out. Right. And again, to bring up Paul F. Tompkins, he was a, a mutual and he was in New York at the time. Yes. Working with you. Yes. Yes. All things lead back to Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, oh she was lying. I didn't have to pee. Oh. You guys, guess what today is? Today is the 20th anniversary of Hearts of Oak. Hearts of Oak. And guess what this is? It is a vegan cake. Wow. For... Oh, 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 I did it. I did it. It's a vegan cake. Wait, this one's not lighting, and now this is going to be a... I don't like think my disaster. grandfather planned the paint to handle that kind of... <laughs> it's a vegan cake for Hearts of Oak. Day to you. Happy hearts to you. Hearts of Oak Day, dear Teddy. It says hearts of Oak. Happy birthday to you. This is literally the second nicest thing anyone has ever done for me. Thank you. I'm, well, I will eat a lot of it after I play some songs. <laughs> we realized that you had agreed to come do this, and then we realized it was a pretty special day because that's an iconic album. Iconic Ted Leo and the pharmacist. Beloved by everyone, and how is it 20 years? Oh, I can tell you how it's been 20 years. <laughs> it's been a long 20 years. It's been a long 20 years. Because I didn't pee, by the way. We Sorry, and we teased you about peeing a little bit because that was a good cover because it was it likely was. guys because it, it it's the it, that's the best I've ever lied I'm not even gonna I'm not I like honestly until it came out of my mouth didn't know what's gonna happen but I looked back and I saw Kirsten with the cake and I was like shit how are we getting it out and like and I was like I gotta pee and that I'm a bad liar. I'm a really bad liar. It's a fun you fact a about job. Busy is that she's a great actor and a terrible liar. Which that makes weird. Sense. Yeah, because you're not when you're lying, well, it's different. It's different. It's just different. I'm I am a person. Oh, but now because I follow all these like trauma people on um, Instagram, I know it's from my chaotic upbringing sure. that I always feel the need to over-explain things because I don't want to be called out or ask questions because then it could be terrible. So, um, you guys follow all those people, right? <laughs> trauma the soul healer or whatever the fuck i'm just like yes although yesterday on my explore page because i do ceramics i've like got back into my ceramics classes um my explore page had this is not a joke a fucking shirtless guy like throwing a pot and with this like voiceover about like serenity and like Phoebe, I'm actually gonna send it to you because I think you I think was it was like, hot. I was gonna yeah. ask you to You're send it. Yeah, it's yeah. So I hot. think you would think it was hot. Yeah. And then I went into my I went into my pottery class and I told Dustin, my teacher, and he's like, Oh yeah, misogyny is rampant in pottery. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I can't fucking get away from it. <laughs> anyway, so I'm a bad liar because I overexplain. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you just get dropped to one, I gotta pee. Yeah, that was, yeah. Perfect. That was, that was the best lie I've yeah. ever done. Right. It I was pee. really good. I believed it. You did? I believe, yeah, I believed you. I lied to my best friend. <laughs> your, best, sh- your best friend up here. On stage. Yeah. Because I've got, I've got some in the audience she that are one, like, yeah, so one, let's be honest. One in every port. Guys, 
I got one at the Oscars. I got <laughs> one in New Jersey. Kate, who, by the way, we didn't even talk about Kate's restoration hardware contact. Oh. Connect. Wait, there's a kid's restoration hardware? No, Kate. Kate's restoration. Uh, no, but I think there is a kid's restoration hardware. For sure there, there is. There yeah, like, RH Kids. And then there's also RH Baby. Oh, wow. Which is kind of interesting because it's like a very Howard Hughesy vibe. I feel like yeah. it's like uh, plain fuselages. You're right. <laughs> You're like, right. It's like a, it's like a, a chair lot. that looks like it was made of a downed plane. Like yeah. Beveled of... edges that have like six bevels. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I was like going to say corner. like a lot of big bolts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Justin Trudeau would order our government to shoot it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Ted, you're going to play a song for us. I would love to. Yeah. We would love it. Oh, thank you. Um, should I do that? Yeah, do okay. it. I think it's the. I think. Okay. The, I think the time is nigh. Okay. Don't trip on the shoes. Sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. just like it's like a living room up here. It is. Ugh, it's like my living room, except I don't have pleather because my butt sweat. <laughs> no. You guys, can I just say the only thing we asked for? We were like. Not divas at all, because no. we're not there. The only thing we asked for was no vinyl chairs. Every location we've Every been lo- in. Every which makes single sense. One. It makes sense, because... Because um, they don't want to, like, deal with, e- like... Yeah, they're upholstery. easy to wipe off or whatever, but right. um, we have sweaty butts. And that's we have, why we we have sweaty butts. Yeah, so... I get it. I have a sweaty butt. Yeah. Ted wasn't sitting down long enough to make a butt. But do you have a sweaty butt? Just say you do. Uh, do I have a what butt? A sweaty butt. I got a comment on an Instagram about this record's 20th anniversary where two people were laughing about a sweaty butt of a show of mine from like 20 years ago. Oh my God, thank God. That's because this is all a fucking simulation. I love you more than I ever have. And I loved you a lot before. Oh my God, we're like fucking Terminators, right? Like somebody in this audience goes back in time and leaves a comment on Ted's Instagram about a sweaty... Yes. Thank God. Well, listen, whoever's the Terminator, fucking figure it out, okay? Because <laughs> I can't take much more. Ted, what are you, what are you, what are you going to sing for us? I mean, I know, but tell the people. Okay, so I, there are some options, and oh, I, but I, okay. I, they're limited. I limited them myself. Okay. But, um, but just really quick, like, how, how many songs are we doing here? You'll do a couple songs, okay. and then, like, maybe you and Busy will do a Got little it. bit. Got it. Okay, so yeah. then I'm going to start with... Okay. No? No? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Because that hey. sounded like, that a, sounded no. like sounded a no. That sounded like a no. And then I got yeah. upset. <laughs> I have a 15-minute commute. I didn't come here to not <laughs> play songs. Um, okay, so this is... I'm going to play, like, a newer song, which is a little bit of a downer, but that's why I'm starting with it, so that we can go... Like Robert Plant said at Live Aid, you know, we're going to take the mood down a little bit. Sure. But maybe lift it up. (laughs) Great impression. So uh, I did recently move back to New Jersey. And um, this is uh, partly about my moving. And then it's also like infused with the uh, climate change doom. Climate change is real.
That was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Seeing your evolution as a performer just blows my mind because those of you who are Ted Leo fans know that his roots are like punk. Punk. I was going to say, I was like, Ted, you're like, to me, you're like a punk rock icon and like. Truly. I appreciate it. You are. (laughs) I've taken my kids to see Ted play many times and I remember one of my sons, and he's always nice enough to like 
call us backstage to say hi. And one of my sons one time was like, I like how he's always bleeding when we go back there. <laughs> yeah. That does, yeah. <laughs> you always have like a fresh t-shirt and a bloody forehead. I'm always bleeding. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, uh, that's, it's so beautiful just to... It's Wait, a, what's that song called? Just so that, that song's called, the first line of the song, Leaving River Road. There you go. Guys, so you can it's just... A bit, it's like, it's a new, new, it's a newish song. And it's, uh, I've been putting some stuff um, just on Bandcamp. It's not streaming anywhere. Oh my God, okay, anywhere, wait. So. This is actually a question I wanted to ask okay. you. As like a fucking punk rock icon, <laughs> what, where are we getting music from, Ted? What am I supposed to be doing? Because oh. I do Apple Music because I think, I feel like I pay more. Yeah. And then everyone's like, fuck you, do Spotify. And then I'm like, I don't understand. And I feel like, can you just tell us? You know, uh, all right. Busy, again, cut this out if you need to. But, like, fuck Spotify. I mean, like, for so many reasons, like, it's literally, like, that dude who runs that thing is like a robber baron from the days of old, just grinding the labor into the ground. And also, by the way, like, hosting transphobes and, like, you know, racists and shit, like, running their podcasts. So fuck them. Like, 100%. That said, like, I know it's not easy. I know that, like, that is the dominant paradigm of how anybody listens to music these days. Um, I shifted to Tidal, frankly. Like, I think it's a great service. Yeah, I mean, and and they pay a lot better. Okay. So Um, for an artist, as a person who makes their living doing mm -hmm. supports their family, you say Tidal is... I don't support my family. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for Uh-oh, thinking thieves. that I might. There was a time. <laughs> there was a time 20 years ago when I was, you know, the, the a, a breadwinner. <laughs> now I am a, uh, you know, when there's a few dollars in the bank, I'm the, f- I, I get the fun money. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like the, it's not like the bills are, are really getting paid, but like, if we're going to do something fun, it's like, I'll cover that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Wait, but also, Dad, doesn't that make you like, doesn't that break your heart for young musicians? Uh, to a degree, yeah. I mean, I think, in, you know, in, all right, look, you want to get into it? I right? do. I fucking so, do. Okay, so, I mean, I, I, I did grow up, like, under the kind of old 80s, like, 70s, 80s, like, punk rock ideal of, like, you know, jammy Kano. You know, you, you put in the, your blood, you know, your sweat and your tears, and, like, maybe you build, like, a respectable audience and you do it all independently and you don't, you know, whatever. Um, uh, and that, like, I kind of did, I actually did that for a little bit, and it, it really, it really crested, like, in the early 2000s, and then streaming happened, and it just pulled the rug out from under the ability to do that, because nobody buys records anymore, it's just the way it is. Um, I think that a lot of young people have learned to negotiate that in creative ways, like not not just like having to deal with it, but in like actually creative ways that um, for the for the time being are making it work for them. You know, they they know how to use the internet better than I do. You know, um, and uh, and it 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 does to a degree. I think allow them to, um, to uh, you know, I don't know, just get themselves in, in front of people's eyes and ears uh, a, a little more easily than, like, were I starting out at my age in this time, I would be able to do. That said, 
Like, it still costs a lot to fill up your van with gas, you know? <laughs> like, people still have to eat and pay their rent and et cetera. And it's not like um, those things, uh, the prices of those things have changed uh, in accordance with the decrease in what musicians, you know, <laughs> tend right. to make, you know? Ugh. So, yeah. Okay, so like we do have to buy merch though when we go see bands play. Oh, I'm so bad about merch too. That's the thing. Like kids are good about merch. We'll hook you up. We got a good. Wait, we system. actually have the best woman. And honestly, guys, again, I apologize that you have to use a QR code tonight, just because we didn't have the sizes in stock. But really, because it's by design. If you listen to our podcast, you know, um, we work with a company that like only does like only makes it if you if it's purchased by someone. So, so there's like, no waste. There's no oh, waste. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no like. We did something different a little bit for the tour. <laughs> the three cities that we like did these live ones in where we wanted to have something physical to, and then I found all this old stuff. I could have just brought this. Like, you know, we would have been, probably would have sold the same amount. I mean, just in the old shit. I don't know. I don't know. No, yeah, the, but the new stuff is really cute. I'm like obsessed with but it. We'll but we'll hook you up with our merch But we'll hook you up team. with her because it's so great because I love that like it just gets printed. You too, Phoebs. And she has, she, <laughs> do you it need all merch? started from like, do you have merch? No, I mean, I did, but it's just like such a hassle that I'm just like. But it's not with I'm our, gonna make your, it's not with our person. Phoebe Robinson merch. So you can get that from me. <laughs> From our Phoebe, yeah, I need Phoebe, Phoebe Robinson merch. Yeah, yeah, no, Phoebe, I'm telling you, you want to like, you should, we should do this because she's amazing and also she makes it super easy. She's like, am I not doing enough? I just told you I have a book imprint. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm friends with Bono. Yes, I got to maintain my friendship with Bono. You don't want to have time for sweatshirts. If I would buy a shirt from on. you that says I am friends with Bono. <laughs> just that one time. Just do it okay, that one that's time. cute. Okay. I'm gonna take my shoes off because I feel take like, your shoes off. I mean, I already did. It's rude to put shoes on a on a couch. Yeah, I mean, curl yeah. up, you baby. Do what you curl the fuck up. I'm not an animal. No, <laughs> I got you. Teddy, do you have another song that you picked? Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this is a song that was from the album that's called "The Brutalist Bricks." Um, uh, both a reference to brutalism and the city that we're in right now, mm -hmm. and some other things um, uh, that you came by when I was mixing to the studio that you yes. described before. <clears throat> and uh, it's called Bottled in Cork. And it's my favorite. It's I my love favorite. it so much. No, oh, thank you. There was a resolution pending on the United Nations floor. Oh, in reference to the question, what's a peacekeeping force for? It would be solved in a day No one walked out of that building On the 8th of May And that time soon it won that way I got a message from my sister She just had a kid I took it to Copenhagen To see how she did My could started a Canadian He called me a skid Charge of roaming internationals well hit Someone is listening on my phone When I show up on the grid Me, I'm just a loner In a world full of kids Egos and deeds A year before and we were Getting and getting bottled in cork On television, Congress crying About abuse in the park I told the bartender we were all From New York, sometimes a path of least resistance Would gain you the most Morning, trying to map the distance 
Up and down the East Coast When you're in Munich making music Raise your glass and say Prost Make it easy on your host It's not a jazz show, folks Over mountains and far away Your tribunal mockeries of justice They'll dog my steps Till I see that next smiling face A little goodwill goes a mighty long way A little goodwill goes a mighty long way I finally made it up to Sweden To see little Dove Some folks remembered our last meeting And bought me no grudge And from the bartender complimentary mugs Oh, if only I could stay a while What am I afraid of? All this psychic damage Of all the years I've made up Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love oh, Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love oh, Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love oh, Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love oh, Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love oh, Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love oh, Till the bartender I think I'm falling in love When that song first came out, I was so obsessed with it, and it was at the same sorry, time sorry. that, for the first time, I got like hands-free uh, stereo phone in my car, and I would always oh, be I like, "I thought you were talking about like castanets." <laughs> and I would be like, um, "Play Ted Leo," and my car would always say, "Calling Pizzeria Uno." <laughs> and then I'd be like, "Now play Ted Leo," and then my kids in the back of the minivan would be like, "We want Pizzeria Uno," <laughs> but also Ted Leo. <laughs> Tell the bartender, I'm falling in love. <laughs> you guys, um, so Bert Bacharach died this week. That's a hard one yeah. for me. Like, I mean, I know he, he lived a good life. He was an old he man. Was, he was, he had lived a long life. 94, yeah. right? 94 yeah. is a 94 long years time. old. That's incredible. That's a good run. Yeah. That's yeah. a good run. But he... Is such the soundtrack for like the world, and and so many songs that like you're like, wait, what? That oh, and so we were talking about like if we should do what kind of song we should do together because <laughs> I don't know. This is just like guys, we're just making this shit up, you know? Like <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I like singing, so I'm like I have these like iconic people here. I should <laughs> make them sing with me. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying. <laughs> when do you get that chance? This could be it. I mean, it probably is. <laughs> so anyway, we were talking, and you pitched this, mm-hmm. and I think it's great, and I don't know what's going to happen, because we literally tried to we, just figure it out one time, but, yeah. and we didn't maybe even get it. But I was going to not it. mention this, but we 
until after we did it, but we have not completed the song we in its entirety Not yet. one time. Yeah. Not one time. We didn't talk about the ending. We'll feel no. it out. You know? you know what? We're professionals. We're going to vibe it. We're going to vibe it. We're going to vi- fucking vibe this Burt Bacharach song out for you. Um, I just also want to tell you that I forgot to bring my glasses with me, and it's a very small font uh, on the piece of paper. Do you want I, us wow. to get your glasses? Well, wow. I think I can... We I have I time. Can, I can pee. I have to pee. Okay. No, I think no, I, no. I, they're like buried okay. in my bag. I, I can, I can this, figure it out. I can, wait, I can get use context cues. What if I just, what if I'm like, this, no, this is small. Yeah, no, I, I can, this I can. small. I can recognize a blurry, you know. Wait, do I have my uh, glass, <laughs> my reading glasses that I bought, that I accidentally bought the bifocal version of, so it's like oh my God, the ocean? Oh my God, Ted's going to throw up. It doesn't work. It's not great. I don't have them. We can, it's, yeah. But they look cute. <laughs> so, should we should just, we just do it in? together? Yeah, let's just yeah. try it. Okay, so I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. You tell me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just strum a couple of strums. Guys, is this cool? And then we're gonna. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna eyeball it. Yeah. The good like, news is they're rehearsing. The bad news is they're doing it live in the middle of the show. Middle, guys, you're almost out of here. <laughs> Could I get a little more guitar in this wedge too, just to be? I was gonna safe? say that too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, and it'll be four or eight. Okay. Sure. Before we, we come in. <laughs> four or eight. eight. Let's make it eight. I think that sounds right. Okay. This is a one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two. Let's make it four because this is two already. Yeah. Okay. Three. You might I'm going to slow it down a little bit. Okay. Four. I walk along the city streets you used to walk along with me And every step I take reminds me of just how we used to be Well how could I forget you When there is always something that to remind me Always something that to remind me I was born to love you And I will never be free You'll always be a part of me Whoa, whoa, whoa Sing a verse Yeah The shadows fall I pass the small cafe Where we would dance at night Casey, join in. And, and I, I can't help recalling how it felt to kiss and hold you tight. Well, how could I forget you, love? But there is always something there to remind me. There is always something there to remind me. I was born to love you. So I will, I will never be free. You'll always, always be a part of me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, the change. Oh, fuck me. Oh, God. And this is signature Bird Bacharach, by the way. A key change? Yeah. I asked, what I a asked, bitch. We asked Lou um, in Boston, and he was like, Bird Bacharach, I can't, I can't, I can't uh. touch it. <laughs> I can't touch it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. We'll ask Teddy. Shadows. No. No, if you should find me, you miss the sweet. Wait, okay, ready? If you, you should, should find me, miss the, the sweet and tender love we used to share. share. 
come back to the places where we used to go and i'll be there how could i forget you love that is always something that you remind me there is always something that you remind me times always something that you remind me big finish always something that you She acts. She directs. She's friends with Bono. She's got an imprint. <laughs> Teddy, that was beautiful. Teddy. And also patient. Oh, please. <laughs> Not so. <laughs> you are such a fucking gem and you a have, gem you've oh, been you. so you've been such a good friend to me over the years yeah and um i would say that's true because i've heard about you so much oh from Casey. i appreciate that thank you and i have a little bit of teddy mentionitis you a little bit you do have mentionitis <laughs> when it comes to ted <laughs> but um and your wife also though yeah but to be fair your wonderful wife jody who was Jody's, here earlier yeah. but she had a good i hear things. about both of you like in the same it's not weird yeah um but you've just been such a good friend to me and this has been such a fun thing for me and busy because we've been here with our friends Phoebe and Teddy and guys remember when I said in the beginning this is going to be the best show I think this was the best show (laughs) I think the third time was the charm and you guys are the best and this was the best show thank you so much to Ted Leo I can't thank you enough. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much to Phoebe Robinson. We love you, Who Teddy is and Phoebe. Thank you so iconic, much to all of you. But mostly, thank you so much to you guys for coming to our Valentine's Day, Palentine's Day, fucking Valentine's Day dance. How far can I throw a We've got more fortune cookie. cookies. We're gonna throw, don't get hit in the eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, if you saw my address, please forget it. Oh my God, I'll try. I'll, tr- I'll give you because you're down front. I'm just gonna give you these heart-shaped earrings because you saw my address and you didn't write it down. Ah, so oh, close. you want heart-shaped earrings? Okay, Mama. <laughs> oh, you want heart-shaped earrings? This is just shit I've gotten sent for free. Oh no, I like these. Sorry. No, I'm not kidding. Uh, Chris, you guys, we love you so thank much. You so thank much you so much for coming out. Thank you. Oh, no.